Welcome to Loma Carta Live. We are your hosts, Tim Bartz and Sarah Davis. Welcome, welcome in. And this is the first live stream with our new background. Yes. So how do you guys like it? This is a Kansas sunset uh, picture here. Yes. Um, and that was taken by Niles Gridley, uh, one of our moderators and your uh, Ford Performance rep here at Law MacArthur. If you have anything for performance, at Niles Gridley in the comments. And uh, let's give them all a thumbs up for this here. Looking really good. Background there. Actually, I think I need to edit it. There you go. There we go. So we had it just right, and then I moved it. All right. So I hope you guys are enjoying this. Now, don't forget, we are recording this as a podcast as well, so you can find it on your favorite podcasting platforms, uh, kind of like Spotify. Uh, but also, if you're listening on Spotify, you want to check it out live with us here and ask your questions live, you got to go to our YouTube channel uh, and check that out as well. So um, there we go. And I updated the channel video intro video so it's now a little more current than it was um i need to make that one of my goals pretty, to do it at the beginning of every year yeah pretty sure that was from when you first started the youtube channel yep. so yes it is updated now for those he's changed for those that uh are are not subscribed they'll see that video but if you're subscribed you'll see like a recommended video or something so anyway all right so let's see what else is going on um don't forget to uh hopefully you guys are liking the video in the live stream Smash that like button. I appreciate it. Uh, share it out as well. If you, uh, you know, I know that there's some people that actually share this on different forums. Um, you know, if you some good content here, you think they might find value, go ahead and share it on those different forums, Facebook groups, that kind of stuff. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Um, sometimes uh, some of those Facebook groups aren't very um, friendly when it comes to me posting my own videos on there. So if you think this is good, great video content, then go ahead and post it out there. Um, let's see what else here we got. Um, yeah so see we have actually had a week and a half off because yes. we did not live stream last week so this is the first episode of 2024 um you know some uh, i know some podcasts that actually do different seasons so this would actually be episode one of 2024 yes. if you wanted to go that route but this would actually be our third season it would be your so. third season my second season yeah oh because you started in I started last November, not this past one, but the one before. Okay. So I've only actually been right. through one season. So well, yeah, know, this will be my um, second. You know, some, you know, some of those t television shows, you know, sometimes they bring in new people. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to kill off you this time. <laughs> like some of the movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I in the right? Maybe I'm not in the li right live stream. Mm -hmm. We are live streaming not only on Lama MacArthur, but also on the Ford Video Guy channel. That's my personal channel. If you want to check that out sometime, yeah. um, I do have that up over here so that I can see what's going on. Uh, there's there's currently just Rushman over there on that channel, but <laughs> if you want to, you can. Um, the only bad thing is that most people are at the Lama MacArthur, so if you want to really talk with the community, you might want to go over to Lama MacArthur, uh, but it is streaming over there on the Ford Video Guy as well. I get to uh, see so all of them. Yes, on here we can see all of them. But. No uh, wonder I only saw one person chatting in there, Rushman. <laughs> no wonder I was in on the Ford View Guy channel. All right. Uh, anyway, um, she's going to uh, star in some of the people in there. So, um, yeah, I don't see what else we got going on. Um, so, how did your uh, guess Christmas? Last time they've seen you was during Christmas. Yeah. How was your Christmas? Busy. Yeah. Busy. Nonstop. Yep. 
Yeah. So a lot of things going on. First of the year, too. Any Kinda, New Year's resolutions? Uh, keep my house decluttered. Um, and I want to lose some weight. I decided not to go the weight goals this year. <laughs> my goal is to take some off-road trips. <laughs> One every quarter or four this year. That's uh, the goal that I, of course, I asked us here uh, to put a personal goal and a professional goal. And uh, so on the personal goal, I'm like, I want to take four off-road trips at least. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> I, I want to be able to go upstairs without having to be out of breath. Mm -hmm. And with your asthma, that, you know, exercise can help. You'll see I did, did get a new mug. So uh, I do keep all my dad jokes in my database. Anyway, so. Yeah. So some of you are squinting trying to read those. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What else uh, is going on? Um, finished out the year. I know a lot of Ford dealers. Uh, Ford's actually closing out the day. Actually, they're including today and to their sales mm -hmm. data. Um, we closed ours. <laughs> uh, we Today, guys are doing their pay sheets and everything. So we are not including today into our numbers. Um, and we currently ended, well, unless there's a dealership that can put on 100 units in one day, which <laughs> I don't think will happen, uh, the number one Ford dealer in the state of Kansas. First time ever for us, um, which is pretty cool. So oh, just flipped over. There he goes. Um, so this is the first time ever for us. Um, it's pretty cool. So, and uh, a lot of people are like, well, that's just Kansas. So somebody actually commented and <laughs> said something about is that um, I don't remember how he worded it, but like winning dealer year in Kansas is not not a big deal. But don't forget, we do have there's some pretty big dealerships in Kansas City, Kansas, as well as, yes. as all the Wichita dealers and uh, all the metro a of, dealers, all the, a lot of metro dealers. So uh, is included there and probably still one of the top five in the entire KC region as well for the year. So it's um, mm -hmm. normally about every month we're in the top five. So we're usually first in Kansas, but then there was like, you know, usually we're in the top five within the entire KC region, which would include all of Kansas City. And that point, Missouri as well, includes St. Louis dealers. Yes. Include your Iowa dealers, including your Des Moines, Iowa, all those dealers. Uh, also would include all of Nebraska dealers, too, um, including <laughs> Omaha, Lincoln, mm -hmm. all those. So. Yeah, a company there. So Casey region is a big truck region, by the way. Yes. So, um, but anyway, we're very proud of that fact. And uh, yeah, number one and number three Maverick dealer in the country. So we kept that spot pretty much all year. And I was actually looking, we have over 277 Mavericks that are in process of being produced. Wow. So we have a hundred, I think I counted, uh, I think I figured out there was about, a 124 Mavericks that have been released from the plant. <laughs> that should show up. Ah, who knows when? Uh, hopefully January. Next month or two. Um, and I have some information on that. Some of you that have had their vehicles produce the Mavericks and um, they aren't shipping out. I have some information on that. We're going to actually, mm -hmm. I'm going to include that into our recall section because um, it happens to do with the recall. So yep. um, anyway, um, so yeah, um, let's before we get into all that, let's go ahead and talk about membership. Yes. We do have members. We do enjoy our members and the membership. I think we have some fun perks for our membership. So Sarah, why don't you tell them how they can become members if they want to become members? Yeah, if you'd like to become a member, it's right there. It's that join button. Come on, get with it. There you go. <laughs> it's that join button next to the subscribe button. Uh, 
when you click on that button, you'll see all the perks. If you're an Apple user, you have to do things differently. You have to go to your desktop browser or to your web browser and request desktop browser from there. And then you can see it. Yep. All of our membership content will be under the membership and community tab. We do a live stream every Friday and uh, some other member-only content along with that. Mm -hmm. And now our members will get the first to be able to see the videos oh, yes. that we post. Yeah. So we um, we schedule out all of our um, videos uh, to usually six or seven p.m. And but when I when I go ahead and schedule it out for that time, that's when the video goes out. So members could see the video as early as the afternoon that same day. So you do get early access to the videos as well, starting in 2024. I actually started last week because I, I tried it out last week. Um, so anyway, so yes. So there you go. Um, so that's another perk. Plus, yeah, well, like she said, we do a, a member live on Fridays. And then we do a lot walk on Saturdays um, sometimes because of schedule. Those may not happen, but um, we, usually one of us is here to do it live. Mm -hmm. And then other other great other perks as well on top of that. Um, so, yeah, check definitely and check that out. if we're trying out something new for myself, as in doing videos by myself, going live by myself, we test that with the members first. Yep. So you always get to see my first runs. We actually have a couple things we're going to cover today that we covered in Friday's member live because mm -hmm. we went over it with them and then <laughs> talked about it with them and then said, hey, is that a good conversation? Is that good? Something we can talk about and mention in on uh, Tuesday. And that's, you know, mm -hmm. that's usually how we get, get that. And if we try something new, sometimes we try it on them and, uh, yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And we, we learn from those, but uh, our members get to be uh, that uh, those guinea pigs. So they get that early uh, content and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, but yes, we love our members. Um, so we have a bunch of those. So, and so if you see those in the different color options, those are our members. Yep, and we have some the, members that have been here with us for over two years, going on to almost three, yeah, right? Jack Evans is in here. Yeah. <clears throat> he has the green badge. Yeah. That is over two years, and Alan, I think, is over two years with his green badge. So Ridgeview is not in here with us tonight. Yep, Ridgeview is uh, with a friend of his uh, that um, has he's, had some surgery, and so he's been uh, helping him, and so he's been hanging out with him, and uh, he was away from his family during Christmas to help his friend. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so keep his friend, keep Ridgeview's friend in your prayers. Um, that'd be awesome. Yep. All right. All right, we have 25 members at least. All right. 25 starred. Well, let's. Uh, the other thing we do for our members in our live stream is we shout out our members. So we'll kick it off with Ragnar Khan, our first chat in here. Welcome, ladies and gents, to the pregame tailgate party. I think he was offering cookies, but then the only kids had ate oatmeal. all the cookies. He said he had only had oatmeal. <laughs> so he's making raisinless oatmeal cookies. Now, I do like raisins, Ragnarcon, so I'd take your oatmeal cookies with raisins. No, he has raisinless. I, yeah, I, I know. Because he said people, most people don't like oatmeal because of the raisins. Oh, I like it with uh, butterscotch. <laughs> yes, that's good, too. All right, moving on. We have Jamin. <clears throat> J.M. I don't know how to say yours. Genoa, Genoa, I think. Saying good evening, all. We have Clarence Roller. Got any knowledge about the battery problems on Mavs? Mine are starting. Um. Yeah, so I don't I've, know. I've seen a couple of maybe the maybe is it affecting the hybrids? Is it affecting the twelve volt battery? Uh, I don't know exactly what it's doing. I know Ragnarcon actually <coughs> was talking earlier. I, yeah. I got a glimpse of it earlier when I was on here peeking at the comments. 
and he was trying to help them out in that. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I saw a couple of um, threads going on the Maverick forums. Um, we'll have to see where that goes and what Ford does about it as there's more happening. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher Scholes, uh, no cookies. What about stale fruitcake then? I actually do like fruitcake or fruit bread. What do we have? What did your mom make? <coughs> was it the New England fruit bread? Yeah, New England That's pretty good. has chocolate chips. Yes, that was pretty good. She always makes Can't that. Can't go wrong with adding chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. We have Craig Mock. Happy New Year, everyone. I like his image there, too. Mm -hmm. Bronco Nation. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We have Elizabeth Kittrell. Hey, everyone. Happy New Year. Here's to a better year than the one before. Mab Sim won't be on for stream. Not much of it anyway. Just popping in to wish everyone a happy new year. We have Francis Arrigo. Hello, everyone. Big road trip coming up. Kansas, Massachusetts, Maine, then back to Florida wow. to pick up a Bronco. That's yes, a lot. That is a lot of driving. Jack Evans. Hello, Long Mac crew. <coughs> happy new year. And he's one of our two years. Yeah. All right. We have Christopher Scholes. Um, yep, he is going to. His, he's picking up his Bronco. Yes. Misty Novotny. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Terry Monroe. Good evening, all. And we. Huh. I forgot the glasses. I was going to wear them. I forgot mine, too. They're in the diaper bag. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Hope we have a great year ahead. Sean Watkins. Hey, everyone. R.R. Raptor. Hello, everyone. We have R. Quibido. Okay, I'm on the right channel. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we have Niles, who is one of our moderators and also one of our, he is our aftermarket specialist. So if you have any aftermarket questions, um, type at Niles Gridley. Yes, yes. Uh, Rushman. Hey, everybody. He found the right one. <laughs> well, he's a member on this channel. Yeah, he was watching over on the Ford video guy, too. We have Brian Foster. Hello, everyone from Southern California. Scott Williams. Hi, all. Mike M. Hello, all. Mom MacArthur and Sarah Davis. We have Brandon Jones. Howdy, y'all. And... Mike M. with a super chat. Happy 2024. My local dealer did three recalls, but still not suggesting them for a good dealer. Took them months to do these. Now a new recall today. Mm. Oh, we just got another one? Yep. You think they would have found that one. They did it. That's weird. Hmm. So. Haven't had any issues yet with the taillight. We also have a road trip coming up to Bloomington and Route 66. We have Gino Abbing here talking to Gerwalt, mm -hmm. who I hadn't called out. Gerwalt is here. There we go. All right. Oh, so Jimmy, Jim Hughes mentioned, I received my box of cookies from Law MacArthur about 30 minutes ago. Thank you, Sarah and Tim. Love my new 24 Mav. There you go. So another okay. reason to purchase with us, you get yes. cookies. You get cookies. There you go. Okay. 
All right. So there you go. Shout out to everybody there. Saying th thank you. Oh, don't forget to uh, haven't mentioned this, but there are a lot of uh, different YouTube channels that we like to support. Uh, we jump on their live streams. Uh, you know, I, I get in there. I watch their videos. So lists of those are down in the description, including Ragnacon, one of our members. Uh, uh, I like uh, watching his as well as a bunch of others. We have some members that have um, other than Ragnacon as well. We have to have YouTube channels. So check those out. If you're looking for a YouTube channel you want to follow or you're bored or want to watch another uh, channel, check out some of those. Uh, there are some of uh, the channels that I uh, like to watch. Uh, and I thought you guys would as well. So I will never put a YouTube channel in the description down below if I'm if I don't want if I don't like it myself. So uh, I do not. They don't give me anything for that. That's just something that I think they're good channels, and I think you guys would like as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see what else. I think we're ready for the good dealer moment. Yeah. You got that? I got an image for it. Yes, I do. All right. I'm sorting my my tabs here, getting them all good to go. Okay. All right. So each week, collect to highlight a good dealer, and this image and information came from. I can't remember. It came from Ralph. Somebody. Maybe? Somebody. <laughs> um, Ralph, yes. I started my journey for Ford Maverick in February of 22. At that time, I did not know about the problems surrounding getting a new Ford Maverick. I was trying all the local dealerships with no luck. Rock Hill Ford, uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, reached out to me about the order bank opening mm -hmm. up in September of 22. I placed an order for a 23XL hybrid. I found out that about your live stream in April of this year. When the order bank opened in July, using the information about private offers learned from listening to your stream, I placed an order for 24 Maverick Lariat Hybrid with Black Appearance Package. I picked up my 2024 Atlas Blue Lariat Hybrid on December 7th, 2023, using the private offer and explant pricing for which they have discounted the price to $34,981. I worked with Aletha Clinton, who kept up to date on changes and updates how to place an order in August of 22 for the September 22 ordering window. In June 23, she informed me about the rollover to the 24 Maverick happening in July. My rollover order was placed the day the order bank opened from Ralph. Cool, cool. All right. Pop over here. So there you go. So if you do have a good dealer that you work with, uh, send us a picture of your vehicle that you bought there and uh, and such, and uh, we'll want to highlight them as well uh, in the live stream. So speaking of that, we do have uh, I kind of I see the name there, but uh, we do have a new member. So yes. social high. I think I he rejoined. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. For a second, I thought maybe it was peer pressure. You know, social. No, he's yeah. um <laughs> the he does social studies at high school. Ah, uh, there you go. Social high. I, I get it now. I see that. So there you go. I was going to think. He's been a member. Well, I was going to say, because he's been on here a lot. I yeah. didn't know if he was a member or just a long time viewer. But No. So yeah, he's so. he's been a member. He must have dropped off and re-subscribed. Okay. He was the one that was talking with mom last week, last time. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. All right. So. All right. What's next on our agenda here? Oh, we do have scheduling information. Do we have any? Um, <laughs> a Ford um, did give us that. Uh, about four or five o'clock today. So Ooh, I do have that information. So we're going to, yeah. <laughs> so we have that. So we're going to, 
uh, go ahead and go over to that. So there we go. All right, so let's get into the scheduling information, get my act together here. I forgot to add that earlier, so let's go ahead and do that. Okay, so we're going to go over scheduling information for this week, and we do have some uh, the constraint lists and such, and uh, so we'll try to get through this um, best we can here. All right. Good art. Got to get adjusted. There we go. All right. So let's start here first uh, with going through some of the different terminologies uh, that we mentioned here. So, all right. So order banks are where the dealer places all stock and retail orders. Um, and so, um, of course, uh, stock uh, retail means that it's a customer placed order. Stock orders are dealer-placed orders, uh, so that's ones that the dealers put in uh, when they don't have any retail orders uh, to help stock up their um, their lots and their inventory on the, the dealership lots. Um, and then priority code is, priority is given to dealers um, based on whether it's a retail or stock order. Uh, retail orders can be put in anywhere from a 03 to 19, um, whereas stock ones are put in uh, 20 to 80. So the lower the better. So that's why retails are always looked at before a stock order uh, for scheduling. Now, scheduling, that's what we're talking about here, is where Ford schedules uh, an order for a production date in the future. So it's kind of confusing, but we'll schedule now for production dates in the future, like a couple months from now, because they can't produce them like right away. The, the factory is not going to be ready to can't schedule today and hope that it's going to get built tomorrow. It has they have to plan ahead, right? Uh, just like planning a trip or something like that. So production dates are when Ford plans to build your vehicle. A lot of times those dates will move around. So originally it might get scheduled for one week, but sometimes they might have to shift that around based on the different part supplies that they have available. Allocations. Uh, so dealerships are uh, given allocations to schedule their orders. An order cannot be scheduled without a dealer having an allocation for it. So if a dealer has zero allocations, they're not going to get that particular model scheduled that particular week without an allocation. Allocations reset every month. And I say reset every month, but it's not necessary on the first of the month. So we're still actually, this week is a week where we're actually working towards last month's allocations and working from. Um, it usually takes about a week to 10 days into the month before we see that change. In fact, I believe it's still going to be like another 10 days away before we see January's allocations being being used for scheduling. Um, now, allocations are based on the dealership sales of each model. So the more vehicles they sell a particular model, the more allocations they'll receive to be able to schedule orders. Um, constraints are something that are looked at as a possibility of why it might take a little while, little while for your order to be uh, scheduled because depending on, on if there's a part that's a short supply or something, that's what we call a constraint. Um, capacity volume uh, production is basically means a planned production rate for given motor or tram or option, something like that. Um, so now uh, also the production sometimes gets divided into two different jobs, job one and job two. And that means that the orders aren't necessarily a job one order versus a job two order, but sometimes it makes some changes for production based on supply issues or uh, or something like that, or sometimes a new package that they don't wait a whole year, they'll introduce it into job two. Uh, so that's the difference of sliding it into two different years. And balance out will be something at the end of production model year, typically, uh, if they're short supply of a certain color, maybe an option, 
uh, maybe even the model, whatever. Uh, sometimes that model will balance out at certain times. And we're getting close to that on a couple models uh, because they're a short run model. And one of them is actually being completely uh, shut down at the end of this year. So there we go. So there's all the terms there. Uh, so let's uh, kind of dive into this and uh, start with the 24 model year Mustang. Uh, some of these uh, vehicles are not scheduled this week. In fact, there's several of them. I noticed that. Uh, not surprising being that, you know, what day, you know, the, the second lies on or the first lies on will also dictate that. Because a lot of uh, like Ford's, I think, finally back working after a couple weeks off. Um, but uh, so uh, Mustang is not scheduled this week. Um, just to kind of let you know how many uh, unscheduled orders. There's currently 1,321 unscheduled retail orders, not including Dark Horse uh, out there uh, for them to schedule. So not that many anyway. Um, order banks are open up right now, and uh, there aren't really any constraint lists listed because since they're not scheduling, um, and really with that small a number of orders that need to be scheduled, there's not too much of a constraint unless you're looking for like the GT performance package, uh, but that is a retail only, so that shouldn't be an issue either for most people. So, um, and yeah, I think that's that's about it. Uh, the next uh, vehicle is a 24 model year Escape. Um, Scape currently has 643 unscheduled retail orders, uh, so not that many, especially when they build, you know, quite a few, like over 10,000 a month, I think. Uh, I've been kind of looking at this the last couple uh, months. I haven't seen uh, the numbers yet for last month, uh, but um, if I can find Escape, there it is. Uh, they usually usually build about 10,000 or more, 13,000 on the average each month, so that's not that many uh, retail orders there. Um, in fact, we get a lot of stock that gets scheduled. Order banks are open up for the 24 model year escape with no real constraints right now for that. Um, there you go. All right, next is a 24 model year Bronco Sport. Um, they are scheduling this week. Um, they'll say cleanup scheduling, and cleanup scheduling means any dealers that maybe have uh, allocations available, they need to clean that up and get those scheduled. In fact, in fact like for us, we had nine allocations uh, this month, or the month of December, I should say. And we had seven of the nine get scheduled. So we still have two allocations. So they are going to try to clean up and give us those allocations. Uh, but we'll need to have available orders in there that they can schedule for. Uh, so they are not scheduling for the Badlands until mid-March, according to this note. Uh, also, they have, says, exhaust availability for the 2.0 EcoBoost, which is the Badlands uh, motor. Also, Big Ben uh, with, um, has uh, capacity as exhausted through February. So you won't have any Big Ben schedule. Um, there's also say convenience package. Uh, it's optional on the Big Ben and the freewheeling is exhausted in the tech package, which is optional on the outer bank. So you're, they're going to be looking for things without those tech or convenience packages. Doesn't mention Copilot 360 Assist Plus package, by the way, in these. So that you should be okay there if you have that on your order and want to get that uh, scheduled for production. Uh, order banks are open up for 24 model year for all different trim levels, including that freewheeling and your black appearance package, by the way, there. Um, and there's currently only 254 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for the Bronco Sport. Um, no real major constraints. Again, with only 254, um, anything, even if it's over the, the normal percentage, it's since there's that small a number, it will not take them long there. So um, there you go. Uh, that's it. Um, and I think I did actually do a video on going over on the what they're planning for production for March 
Uh, now we're not considering that yet. We're still in January, February production dates that they're trying to schedule for. So we're not getting into that number yet. So we won't kind of talk about that until we get closer to that. Uh, 24 model year edge. Um, they are doing cleanup scheduling for production weeks and um, February, as well as the first week of March. Um, and uh, so no real constraints there. They're currently 1,092 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. So um, some people have put in some uh, some orders, realizing this is the end of Edge. Uh, no real major constraints on any of those, other than you cannot order the ST, and they're not scheduling the ST. Uh, but the other trim levels, they still do have the order banks open up for right now, uh, just because they have production available for that. And don't forget, here real soon in the next 30 days, they you will not be able to order a 24 edge. They will close the order bank for the edge. So for right now, that it is open up. Um, 24 model year Ranger uh, does say that they are scheduling. It says February cleanup scheduling. So they have some dates open for February for dealers that have allocations. We are not one of those. Um, there really aren't any constraints. There's currently 3,281 unscheduled retail orders for the Ranger. And the order banks are open up for the Ranger right now. Um, do keep in mind if you're looking for that Ranger Raptor uh, right now, dealers have not been told yet uh, when we're going to, if we're going to get any more allocations for Ranger Raptor other than the one that every dealer were guaranteed. Uh, so that has still not been told to us or to the dealers, uh, as to my knowledge, anyway. Um, so we'll keep you posted on that. Um, 24 model year Bronco, no scheduling this week. Um, so, um, and don't forget the order banks are closed for the Heritage and Heritage Limited. Um, they're not open for all the other trim levels. It is open, including Everglades, uh, if you want to order one of those. Um, and there's currently only 4,907 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for the Bronco. And uh, with that number so low, really there aren't any, um, we're not really, we're getting to the situation where really aren't really a lot of constraints. Um, you know, yeah, I, you know, looking at it, you can you can look and especially if you're seeing the report that's floating around in like Bronco 6G and such. Uh, keep in mind that report is based on the 4,907 4, orders, not on their capacity. So they, what do they build, like 8,000 units or something like that a month? Um, I think it's on here on this sheet here that I have in front of me. Bronco, I mean, I think they, they build about 5,000 units or something, or am I looking at the right number? Somewhere around there or maybe even more. Oh, no, it's more like 8,000. Yeah, 8,500. So when you figure that in, they only have half their production of what they can really produce at the plant in orders. So only 5,000 orders. So that's pretty close to half. And with that in mind, there really aren't, in, there's nothing in here that's really that over constrained and within capacity. So I wouldn't feel, uh, you know, like you need to worry about what you have on order. You know, it may take one month to two months, but most people I think that have an order in will probably get scheduled this next month uh, for March production dates. Um, maybe a, a, a few might slide into April, but should be okay with about anything you want to order on that. Um, and so, yeah, don't get too worked up about the, oh, well, that's a negative number on this one, on that one, on that report. Again, those percentages are based on the 4,907 unscheduled orders, not based on the production level, right, and the capacity. So, um, you know, so... Maybe I need to go over that. So if you are somebody like right here, it's showing, you know, 93% of the orders have the hard top um, on those. That's correct. 4,574. 4, but if their production is 67% and they can produce 8,500, 
take that 67% buy and, and take it times the 8,500, what's that number come out to? It's pretty darn close to the 4,500. I know I can't do the math on, on top of my head right now, but you're pretty close to that. So they could almost schedule all of those. So again, that is one probably that's the biggest can, you know, shift on. Um, you should be fine in about anything. So um, feel free to place your Bronco orders. Order banks are open up except for the Heritage Heritage Limited and feel comfortable that you're going to get scheduled pretty quickly. Um, well, I wouldn't say within the next couple of weeks because, again, they're going to start scheduling for March production dates here in a couple of weeks. All right, next is a 24 model year Maverick. Uh, they are doing scheduling, cleanup scheduling uh, for this week. Uh, for dealers that have allocations, well, you're not one of those, again, on that one. Um, they are scheduling for January and February build dates. Uh, still working off of November, December's allocations. Unlimited availability for the XL version, um, whether it be all-wheel drive or front-wheel drive. It doesn't have to do with hybrid. It has to do with XL. Um, exhaust availability for the hybrid, as well as the hard trifold tonneau cover and the tire, the 255-65R17 um, all-season tire that's on the XL and XLT. So it's, it's a tire problem there on those. So again, and that's just has to do with January and February. This does not have to do with March. We're not talking about March yet. This is just for January, February to fill those extra slots that they have. If a dealer has an allocation, um, there you go. Order banks are open up for all trim levels, all motors to place orders. Um, there's currently is uh, 22,627 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. But again, they're producing like 9,000 a month or 10,000. They're actually producing more than that. But in March, I think it's going to be 9,000. So I don't think you need to worry about any trim level. Maybe if you're trying to put an XL, just know that it might take longer. Uh, if you're putting in a hybrid, it might take longer. Everything else, they're going to, it's probably going to schedule pretty quick. And uh, no matter what you order there, you should be good. Um, all right. Uh, next is the 24 model year Explorer. They are not scheduling this week. There's currently only 511 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. The order banks are open up right now. Been told that they're going to close probably the next 30 days. Again, 24 model year is a short production run. We're going to should be seeing hopefully pretty soon the 25 model year Explorer. We're going to talk more about that in just a little bit um, later in the live stream. Um, but there you go. Um, no real major constraints on this. Uh, so order what you want on that. Um, you should be okay. Um, let's see what else. Next, 24 model year expedition. No schedule this week either. Um, there is currently 772 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Probably the biggest constraint here is, is that there are people that have the platinum with the standard wheel. You are required to add the optional wheel if you want to get it scheduled. For those of you that have a platinum expedition order in and you have the standard wheel, you will not get scheduled. So you need to get the 22-inch wheel or wait. And, and hope that they uh, have more uh, a better supply of that standard wheel. Also, the mahogany trim is also a constraint right now. So on the limited 302A, you want to get the, uh, requires a sandstone interior. So uh, make sure you're doing that. Um, order banks are open up for the 24 model year expedition. Um, I think that's about all I have for that. 24 model year Mach-E, no scheduling this week. Um, there's currently only 30 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for the Mach-E, um, most of which are, um, well, I guess it's about 50-50 between standard range and extended range. Um, right now you can order, the order banks are open up, you can order the select and the premium. GT is not open yet. 
in that rally. I don't know. We were supposed to, a lot of people are like, well, you were supposed to know in January. It's January 2nd. So give us, afford some time here to get us notified on that. But hopefully this month we'll get more information on the GT for the Mach-E as well as I really want to see the the rally. Might have to order one just to get one in. Um, otherwise, uh, that's about it. So no major constraints on that one right now. Um, next is a 24 model year Super Duty. Uh, they are scheduling uh, at Kentucky Truck Plant uh, for build dates uh, January the week of January 22nd through the weeks of February 19th. Um, and then they are scheduling production in Ohio for the week of February 26th. So every week it's different. We've had some people actually comment on that in some of our videos that, um, you know, hey, I'm confused. When are they scheduled for? This week, that week? Well, every week is different. As they fill in those slots, they move to more weeks later on, if that makes sense. So um, anyway, um, and then uh, order banks are open up for the 24 model year Super Duty. There's currently 22,719 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. I kind of feel like between the Maverick and the Super Duty, it's a race to see who can get back down to zero. Um, and uh, so there we go. Uh, here's some of the constraints for the Super Duty. Um, so first of all, they are looking for XL regular cab F250 350 orders with a 6.8 liter engine. If you have that <laughs> configuration um, without the uh, standard heavy duty alternator, that is, and without the gooseneck hitch kit, you'll probably get selected pretty quickly. Um, limit availability for the F600 chassis cab. Um, limit availability for the 6.7 liter diesel engine and the high output diesel engine. So that is um, for, and this this only has to do with this week's scheduling. So these notes could continue out of the weeks, but what we're talking about is a note for this week's scheduling. If a dealer has an allocation um, and they need to fulfill it, it's kind of helps the dealers know hey, this probably won't get scheduled with these configurations. So try something else or hope that you have an order that fits the other configuration. So one of that is the diesel engine. They're not probably going to be scheduling too many uh, for this uh, uh, this week. Also, the uh, tire, the two, uh, 225-70R 19.5G, um, that tire, which is standard on the F450, as well as the 245-70R 195 tire that is optional on the f600 xl or xlt and the 24570 r 19 and standard on the 600 f600 xl and xlt as well uh, so as you, as you can see having some tire issues uh, from their manufacturer from their different partners and suppliers um, that's probably what's holding up some of those f600s we know it's an issue but that's probably why on some of those uh, the SEK frame that's optional on the F450, 550, and 600 um, with the 169-inch wheelbase dually. Um, that is uh, limited as well as a 205-inch wheelbase that's optional on the XL and XLT chassis cab also is limited. And um, also the, the Voss uh, Super Cab SC level, I should say, that uh, comes on the 192-inch wheelbase. Um with the uh, the aft to axle fuel tank and the low sulfur and no BP cap, that is also uh, an issue, which that's the first time I've seen that one come up for a while. So again, order banks are open up for Super Duty. All right. Um, and then here's the big kicker on this. So we have a lot of people that are putting in orders even with us and saying, I want to order with you a Super Duty. Now, your King Ranch Platinum Unlimiteds are going to take longer to get scheduled. 
you, hopefully you know that and you're going to be okay with that. There's the production capacity is 4% for King Ranch, 5% for Platinum and 2% for Limited. And so that is a very low number. So, um, and then don't forget your high output diesel engine is only 10% as well. So if you want something a little bit quicker, you need to get something, look at the Lariat trim, uh, go with that ultimate package and look for the, the standard 6.7 liter diesel engine instead of going to the high output. Uh, that would be another option for you as well. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah. So that might be something. So if you have, you place an order for a limited King Ranch Platinum, just know it's going to take a little while. And it's not has, you know, some people are like, well, when are they going to schedule 450s? It's not, it's not having anything to do with the 450. It has to do with the fact that you're wanting a limited platinum or King Ranch and, or that you're wanting that high output diesel engine. Those, that's the real issue, not the 450. So I uh, just want to point that out for people. Uh, some things that I've seen on some of the comments on our videos. So uh, 2024 F-150 uh, is not scheduling this week. Um, Order banks are open up right now. There's currently 5,652 unscheduled retail orders for other than the Raptor and Lightning. Um, and uh, most everything is, you know, order what you want. Um, about everything's uh, within capacity there on the F-150. Um, of course, they produce a bunch of those. Um, but something to note there. Uh, they did, uh, there's a minor availability for the 802A and 803A. That's your, that's your Raptor 37 and Raptor R. So. Um, all right. Um, F-150 Lightning is not scheduled this week. Order banks are open up right now. And I say right now because get your orders in. 24 model year order banks is going to close a little bit shorter. Hopefully you guys did see the uh, the March production that I mentioned uh, that I did a video on last week. I had a chance to take a look at that. Might want to watch that because there's some news on Lightning there. Pro is no longer available uh, as a retail order. So if you want a pro version of Lightning, you need to have be a fleet dealer. Um, otherwise, you need to look at the XLT trim now. Um, yeah, that's it on that. Uh, the 24 model year transit cleanup schedule this week. They are scheduling for the production week of March, not March, February 19th. Um, order banks are open up for transit. There's currently 6,209 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. And here are some of the things that they're looking for for that week of scheduling. When I say cleanup, it means they, they can't schedule for all configurations. So here's some of the things that are limited or exhausted on. So exhausted availability for the electric motor, the e-transit, um, the high roof long van, the high roof extended passenger van, the high roof long passenger van, the low roof passenger van, the medium roof passenger van. Also the digital rear view mirror, the 360 degree camera and the 12 passenger seating. Those are all exhausted availability. So you probably won't see too many of those get scheduled. If you have that configuration, um, probably need to probably won't happen this week. Um, limit availability for these options, the, the 3.5 liter EcoBoost GTDI engine, the, the fifth row seating, all four wheel drive, um, and then all paints other than Oxford white. So, Hopefully you have a white van on order. <laughs> uh, order banks are open up for the transit right now. Um, so there you go. That's all of the scheduling notes we have um, for this week. Uh, let's go ahead and take some questions. Got any questions for me? We do. <clears throat> all right. Um... We got that one figured out. 
All right. Okay. So Michael Saunders says, I talked with Ford Marketing about Forge S Ford Edge ST and Edges being discontinued. I was told that Ford has not informed the marketing department they're discontinuing the Edge. Hmm. But along with that, Ford Marketing told them as long as the vehicle is still available to build online that he can continue to order. <clears throat> right now you can order except for ST. Now, right. that is not true. No. You want to take this? You know the answer, right? On which part? On the if it's available online. Oh, yeah. You know about that. So sometimes the building price gets left up. Mm -hmm. So just because you can build it online does not mean it's available. Why? I'm quizzing her now. See how much, how good she is. So see <laughs> how I well. I feel like I'm going to say the wrong answer. See, see how well. I'll fix it. Um, so <laughs> why would it be online but not available to order? They don't update the website very often. Okay. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I, no, I got I it. I <clears throat> no, it means that there are in-stock vehicles of that trim or model that they the dealers need to be able to have access to. Uh, to search for. Yes. So the a lot of people don't realize, but the building price is going to be there as long as there's inventory because somehow they work together. So as long as there's a certain percentage or a certain amount of vehicles in dealer stock, they will have the building price there. So Yeah. So correct. So there you go. That's why for a long time, the Bronco base was still, the building price was still available, even though you couldn't order it, was because there were some still some stock units. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, when Everglades disappeared, but base didn't, a lot of people were like, oh, Everglades is gone for good. It's not coming back for 24. I was like, mm -hmm. little you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Someone said soapbox, to soapbox topic. <clears throat> Never know. When will the F-150 trimmer be open for orders? Oh, that's a good question. Don't know. They haven't told us anything along with a lot of people don't realize this either. Here's something else they need to know is that if you ordered a vehicle that would normally come with the pro access tailgate, that pro access tailgate is not available yet. So your vehicle will not get built with that pro access tailgate. So you might be looking at like a, you know, the platinum platinum plus that should come with it, right? Nope. It's not going to. So, uh, that is something you gotta you have to to know that until that pro access tailgate is available, it will not your truck will not be built with it. Even if it comes, it will come with it eventually. Right now, that that tailgate is not available, which I think they should have really not mentioned it until later. They should have like not highlighted that like they did yeah. back in July. If they could not deliver that at the launch, they should have waited and made that like a job two like thing. But I know they probably. Like, we've brought the 2024 <laughs> F-150 to you. Now we're adding on to the fun and we're introducing this. Yes. Like, that would have been a better way to introduce That could have made some people, though, <clears throat> upset because they, they ordered and went, wait a minute, now it's available. I would have waited, right? Very and so I true. get I get that. But you need to – I don't think they did a good enough job of telling everyone that it's not available yet because they made it such a big deal. They needed to make a bigger deal that the fact it wasn't available yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so I know there's somebody in comments on one of the videos that is like, they're like, so will they wait to make mine until it's available? And like, no, they're going to build yours. If it's scheduled, they're going to build it, and they're going to build it without it. Yes. <clears throat> we answered that one. <clears throat> Any update on F450 XLT with high output diesel? 
Yeah, we just we talked about that. So again, you got to remember, it doesn't have to do with the 450 necessarily. It's that high output diesel engine you're looking at. So XLT helps you a little bit, but if you went to the regular standard diesel engine, you'd probably get scheduled a, a lot faster. We we got a 450 um, limited with a high output diesel engine built. So they're building them. It's just going to take longer with that high output diesel engine at only a 10% capacity. That means one out of 10 is going to be built with that engine on that order. Whereas three out of 10 with the regular diesel will get built. So there's nothing wrong with the, the standard diesel engine. Um, you know, high output's got a lot more power. And if you're pulling a lot, I can see why you would want that. You know, yeah. if you're exceeding that close to that range, but uh, anyway. Yeah, that's what I had for questions for this topic. All right. If so you, either I'm doing a better job explaining the terminology and everything. Yeah. Something. Or, yeah, something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> if I, you asked a question uh, and I did not put that one up, that means that it pertains to a topic later on or does not pertain to scheduling, and therefore yep. we're saving it. Yeah, we'll get into more questions. We kind of go through that as we talk about certain topics, parts of the live stream. That's when we'll introduce those uh, comments and questions. All right. I've got a couple things for dealer news updates. Actually, nothing that Ford's released, but some things that uh, Ford Media has out there. And so I thought we'd cover some of those um, just because. You can order Flash, uh, right? <clears throat> F-150 Flash? Yes. Yep. It's basically yes. XLT <clears throat> high package. I could run a whole episode on is it trues telling you. <laughs> but is I was this right, true? Right? Is that true? Is this true? <laughs> it's XLT with the high package, right? It's basically your XLT 312A package. Right. So that's how so your dealer will flash. order. It's not labeled <clears throat> flash in the order banks. So your dealer can order it. It's just not labeled a flash. Yeah, it's a 312A equipment group. There you go. All right. <clears throat> dealer news updates. Let's do these. Take your comment off. All right. So uh, this week I have a couple things. Let me add this to that. Granger. All right. All right. We're going to remove. There we go. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, some of the some of these things. Uh, this first one here is about the Wild Fund. And we, why am I bringing this up? Ford Authority posted this article uh, with, with a Jeep ad that's running. Kind of love that. Um, for the Bronco Wild Fund. So grants to Kansas State Parks. Yes. <laughs> so that's why I'm talking about it because we're in Kansas. And this is pretty cool because this is actually one of the state parks that um, I want to go to more often as it's one of the only o o OHV um, areas in the state is actually at this uh, this place here. Uh, so Bronco Wild Fund, they give, you know, grants and different things to a lot of different organizations. Of course, they help go out and clean up the parks and such like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the team, they are giving a, a grant to now, first of all, this is incorrect. So, uh Fact check that Ford Authority said um, the title, it's Tuttle Creek State Park, uh, which is located in Pottawatomie. That's how you say that. County, Kansas, uh, received part of this year's Ford Bronco Wild Fund allocation. 
The fund will allow the park to purchase a TrackMaster track chair, making the park more accessible to visitors with disabilities thanks to tough all-terrain motorized chairs that facilitate hiking, wildlife viewing, and uh, participating in special events at the park, just to name a few. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I like that the Wild Fund is doing that. Hey, they said it right down here, Tuttle Creek State Park. <laughs> they corrected themselves down there at the bottom. <laughs> anyway, so this is uh, pretty awesome. So uh, actually, uh, stick with us. Watch our, my personal channel, and uh, you're going to see some footage from that state park. We're going to go on those trails at some point. Um, I know it's close. It's like, why haven't we been there? But my weekends get packed. Yeah. So anyway, all right. This uh, next one, let's talk about <coughs> it for a second. Is that on the right one? There we go. Uh, the Raptor R. So we have the official numbers for the 2024 F-150 Raptor R. And this actually came out right after our last live stream. Um, but the Raptor R will have 720 horsepower. So that's more horsepower than the 2023 had. Um, so that's pretty cool. So the 20 horsepower increase is achieved with re reduced air inlet uh, losses coupled with an optimized calibration that also results in a wider torque curve. So there you go. So more uh, more horsepower, more, uh, I don't know if it's more torque. Does it say, I don't think it says that uh, in here, but 640 pound feet of torque. So getting it's going up and up and up. So pretty cool. So I believe... Um, yeah, so pretty cool. So, all right. And then it says the Raptor debuted 14 years ago with 310 horsepower in the 5.4 liter V8 and 411 horsepower available in the 6.2 liter. And just a little bit more now. <laughs> 300. Anyway, so that's pretty cool. So that came out, not a huge deal, but um, there are a lot of people that are writing articles about that. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool little vehicle. Ah. All right, the next one I want to talk about the last one for dealer news. Again, these aren't huge, big deals, but some people, a lot of people have had articles, but the F-150 is now America's best-selling truck for 47 years and counting. So we're talking about, you know, year-end numbers and clearance, you know, when we talk about how did everybody do for the year, and now Ford uh, won the uh, North American Truck of the Year again, uh, number one truck for 47 years in a row, and the number one vehicle, 42 years mm -hmm. so if that tells you something about truck buyers and, and wanting to buy trucks so not only on top of that but they also want some other categories it says here they got the triple crown because they're number one full size full hybrid truck now they have to use that word full size um, because technically the maverick is the number one selling hybrid truck yes <laughs> so, <clears throat> Are they anyway. big size or are they small size? <laughs> <laughs> They're compact. That's what they call. And then they are the number one full-size electric truck. So there you go. So we'll see how Cybertruck, if they can dethrone us next year. Um, we'll just see. Uh, anyway, so there you go. That's uh, kind of going through all that. Um, pretty cool. Um, yeah. So triple crown. There you, you go. Know, for Cybertruck to dethrone us, they'd have to produce and sell them. Yes. They sold a couple. Did they? In December. Remember those deliveries at the announcement? No. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. A few. All right. What else we got? We got some recalls. What's next? Any questions about that? Probably not. No. All right. Um, 
there are just one recall, and it's not really a recall, um, but we're going to cover this, and this has to do with your heated steering wheel. So here, let me just do this. So recalls for this week, uh, again, uh, again, Ford was closed, so they didn't really initiate any recalls while they were closed. Um, this one came out like right before, uh, after our live stream, before they uh, closed down for the holiday. Uh, heated steering wheel performance upgrade 22G06. This is a supplement, which means it's an update to the original recall uh, that was issued in September. And some F-150s, some 2023 F-150s, um, this is a heated steering wheel performance upgrade. Uh, so basically in this update to the recall, they added the information on getting on what that may, may need to happen. It does say here that some steering wheels may need to be replaced on the Lariat and the Tremors equipped vehicles. So you may have to replace the steering wheels, um, but they have given that. And this, this is no cost to the customers. So uh, a lot of these were like the heated steering wheel removal. This is where this would come into play. If you had that on yours, um, then you can go into the dealership and they can get this recall done. Letters are gone already gone out. It's uh, 6,340 people uh, uh, for this. And uh, so the reason for the, re the program, according to this memo, is a global supply shortage of semiconductor chips caused unavailability of the specific chip within the steering wheel control modular required for heated steering wheel functionality. Um, because of that, they're giving those uh, those customers that have that removal on there that back basically, and in some vehicles they may have to, depending on it, may have to replace the steering wheel together and get you a brand new steering wheel. So, and you have until September thirty first of twenty twenty six to have this done. No mileage limit, uh, but there's a date re requirement, so you have to have it done within a year. No, two years. No, three years. Three years. Twenty six. Twenty twenty six. So you got a long time to get this done <laughs> if you're not in a hurry. But there you go. Um, the other one that I want to talk about is on the um, the Maverick. So that we yes. talked about the Maverick recall uh, on the last live stream, mm -hmm. um, how it was the turn signal. And because of that recall is the reason why we're seeing a bottleneck. So we've had some customers um, that have or some people that have you know commented that, hey, my what's what's the deal? Mine was built in late November, still not shipped out yet. And here it is come the first of the year. It's still not shipped out. Mm -hmm. um, it is because of that recall. <clears throat> I did get confirmation of that today. Uh, the, the basically the, the wording is the plant built uh, and held a few weeks of production while the software was updated. The trucks uh, were all reflashed and then shipped in late December. So I wouldn't say they're all shipped yet, but they're working on through them though. So they're getting them shipped out because I can tell you that because we got a bunch that are released and that's what they're waiting on. So like I said, we have yeah. 127 that are released, but not here yet. Anywhere yeah. between released and in shipment and transit, <laughs> somewhere in that that spot. So, did you um, hear so about you the one for reprogramming for combustion? Hmm. Um, there's actually been a few comments about a recall that was just put out, or that maybe they are just getting the notices for them for reprogramming something with combustion. Well, it might be that um, it was one that we've talked about already in the past, Probably, but the letters yes. just finally went out. Okay. That's what I'm thinking it is. So we probably talked. It's probably one yeah. that we talked about. Yeah. So. Couple yeah. of our. Because sometimes, well, a lot of times we'll get advanced, what they call a dealer advanced notice. And we'll cover it in this live stream um, during the recall section. But um, then you won't actually get the dealer memo until later. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the official memo. So anyway, 
And it's just a reprogramming, so you should be able to take it into your dealer and they can get it they done They can for even you. do it mobile. So a lot of dealers are wanting to do mo more mobile because Ford requires you to be a certain percentage yeah. uh, to get certain privileges and such like that. And um, the more mobile service they could do. Any of those where it's just a reprogramming and them hooking up something electronically, they could do mobile. So they can actually, you can contact them and say, can you just come to my work and do this? They can come to your work, house, whatever, and they can actually do it and hook it up and they'll do mobile service. And they should be, at least like for us, willing to do that. So the dealership's actually going to come to my work <laughs> and do this. They've already asked me. They said, hey, your Maverick has this recall. It's just a, a thing. We can do it. We can do it mobile. We can take the vehicle rounds <laughs> to get it done. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> so just let me know when you got let, let me know when you got the stock ones done first because they're, they're more important because we can sell them until they're done. Uh, anyway. All right. So there's that. Any other questions on recalls? No. No. All right. I got an is it true for you here. Ready for this? Yeah. All right. Got an is it true for this week. So this has come out on Maverick Truck Club as well as some others. Is it true that my private offer expires today? Today would be the second. So a lot of you say, see that there's an expiration date on your private offer of January 2nd. You've talked to Ford Marketing and everything and said it's expiring today. No, it's not. So it is not true. Um, they have to have an expiration date. So usually what they do is they do those every quarter. So what you'll see next is go in tomorrow and look. And then your expiration date has then extended to April. Yep. But then it'll be in the beginning of April. So those people in March, they don't need to freak out either if theirs isn't there by April because then they'll extend it to July. I had to think for a second. They'll extend it to July. So um, just so you know that. Um, also, Farm Bureau, as long as you're a Farm Bureau member, that also re goes. As long as you're a Farm Bureau member again, and you're still a Farm Bureau member in December as you are in January, it's not going to change. You're still going to get the Farm Bureau as well. So you know that, I just realized? So. Leave when I switched to Farm Bureau. Yeah. And we are members. So you can get more discounts on vehicles? We can. <laughs> <laughs> Don't plan to buy anytime soon, but that's awesome. There you go. Anyway. All right. And this, uh, this tonight's uh, What's on My Mind isn't a huge thing, uh, but mm -hmm. it's just something fun to maybe talk about and think about uh, for – going into we're this is the first day happy new year 2024 um and uh here at the dealership we're calling it more in 24 um there's a lot of things so more of what we're doing in 24 uh goal is to be number one in kansas dealer again next year <clears throat> that would be what we strive for but to do that we have to do more than we did this year but also ford is doing more in 24 um so let's talk about a few things uh what's on my mind all right, so this year um, we're going to see a lot of new refreshed models. So, you know, and think back to uh, the refreshed models of about every model in Ford's lineup will be new within the last two years, right? So you have a 23 Super Duty was just redone. Uh, the Escape was just redone for 23 model year. We have a 24 model year Mustang that was a total like redesign uh, with a new gen. We have the 24 Ranger. That's a new gen. 
we have a 24 f-150 that has a refreshed model update to it um so there's some pretty cool ones so also we're gonna see some new updates the 24 25 expedition folks i've seen it i think you're gonna like it i'm ready uh it'll be time to trade the wife in and get another one an expedition for 25 and i'm excited it looks great you guys will like it um you know there's some spy photos out there actually the thumbnail has the expedition badged up uh, driving around as well as i think i uh, didn't include explorer i don't think uh, but 245 explorer this we'll see this and actually early in this year um so we know we're gonna have four months of production for the explorer before moving on to 25 explorer in april Mm -hmm. They're saying April, May is when we'll see the 25 Explorer being produced at that point. So we should start seeing some information. I wonder if it'll be at Chicago. Mm. I don't know. They haven't been really big in revealing vehicles at auto shows. They haven't. Mainly <laughs> Detroit. So we'll see. Detroit's the one where they Well, but been... they don't do it at the show. They do it beside the show. Right, or, but you know, during the time of the show. Yes, during the time. Others, <clears throat> while they... the While the journalists are there, <clears throat> hey, like, here we go. And they might right. do that in Chicago. They might rent a building and do that. You never know. Anyway, maybe they'll wait. See, New York? When's New York? It's in April, though, right? Yeah. So that's a little late. Anyway. It's St. Louis, we'll Chicago, New York. Yeah. Also, we know 25 mile a year bronco we should see a refresh to the bronco as well uh, we know first fact we're going to get a new trim level right mm -hmm. um what's his name the um head of of ford uh not ford what do they call that the ford blue right yes part of the blue he actually showed some different trim levels like a work bronco and a luxury bronco so we know we're going to get one to two trim levels so they took away the base i wonder if they're going to bring it back as a work one only available to fleet dealers i don't know and then we know we're going to be getting a luxury trim that is one i actually saw as well can't tell you anything about that but yes <laughs> so we got one some things coming uh so hopefully that luxury one is going to their their goal i think is for it to compete against some other vehicles other than just jeep wrangler so they want to they want to take on jeep wrangler but also they want to take on some of the others that um would they would compete against and let's see what else um 24 model year, 25 model year bronco sport we've yeah. actually seen that i got some images of that here we had fun with that on friday yeah we went over it friday let's throw that up here <clears throat> so you can see here um motor authority posted this um you know we've seen some some outside some shots of this um but one of the things that we haven't seen is that interior shot Mm -hmm. that's the first time seeing an interior shot and if you look that is a 13 <coughs> it looks like to me it's the 13.2 inch screen like we see in the escape and we see in the in the mustang so that is probably going to be rolled over to bronco sport and possibly also maverick. to the maverick right we know 25 maverick is going to also be a refresh it's a mid-year cycle they actually have been confirmed that they will be doing a refresh for 25 uh, after three years of production um so we hope they get the 13.2 inch screen as well uh fill in that little slot beside your screen <laughs> right yes <laughs> anyway so that should be um bronco sport you'll notice right now has an eight inch screen so does the maverick they both have eight inch screens so i think if bronco sports getting this screen we'll probably see that in the maverick as well um too so we'll see some of that come through uh at both factors we'll talk something else later that bronco sport gets and don't understand why maverick doesn't um 
So who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but there you go. Um, so that's some fun there. Uh, and then the 25 Maverick, uh, will we get an ST version? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, maybe an all-wheel drive hybrid. So we'll see. Yeah. I know a lot of people want an all-wheel drive hybrid version. Um, Plug-in hybrid, I don't know if we're going to see that. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, there you go. So uh, some cool stuff. So we got about five models that are going to be refreshed, updated for 25 model year. You know, uh, basically all your, uh, almost all the SUVs um, and then the Maverick, right? And we just had a, a, a Ranger get updated. Uh, some great things are happening, I think, for Ford. We also have been told that we're going to get the sec second gen F-150 Lightning, uh, the T3 that should be revealed this year. I don't know if it'll be available for production this year, um, but it's got to be close because, uh, you know, I didn't mention in the last, the video I did for um, March production that they're going to stop. They're going to shut off ordering for the lightning. So that makes me think, and I don't know if that means that they want to just go to stock ordering. I don't know, but I don't know that's happening. Heard maybe a new EV van as well. The basically the second gen transit is going to be coming as well. Can and, we get a better van look and, instead of box? <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway. And then uh, the third row SUV EV that maybe is coming soon too. So um, we have some new EVs that may be coming. Will they be coming? Now, maybe they're going to slow that down and maybe they're not going to. I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out about that. But we do have some pretty cool stuff coming. Um, and, uh, yeah, some, uh, I think it's a pretty exciting time, um, to be a Ford dealer, especially, um, uh, for that. So there you go. Oops. Um, there you go. That's what I have for that. All right. Questions. We have some, don't forget. I got a rant for later. So, you know, if you're thinking about jumping off, um, yeah, you might want to yeah. stick around for that, but let's do some questions right now. I don't want to hold people off for that. All right. And this one was asked after we were done with questions. Will Ford do a recall for batteries on the deep sleep issue with Mavericks? If they have enough people coming up with the problem and it is causing problems and they do enough research and they find a solution, they will put one out. If it's if it's the fact that they're getting bad batteries, probably not, unless they're going to go ahead and, and give them an, a new battery yeah. availability for a new battery. That, that's a possibility. If it's the main big hybrid battery... Possibly the 12 volt battery. I don't know. I mean, I know that we've had some people that have had hybrids before mm -hmm. that are having, cause I thought it was just people that are new to hybrids that are like, Oh, this is a thing if you don't drive it enough. But no, even, even I know Ridgeview and such has said, no, I've had hybrids. This is an actual issue. Cause it's well, happening to his. And I can tell you like our fusion, Lebo didn't drive it for four days and it went into deep sleep just four days. Yeah. I feel like that shouldn't be the time period. Should be at least seven or more. <clears throat> I don't know. But we also have a 19, which could have an older battery or something else going on with I it. I put a new battery in that not too long ago. <laughs> a 12 volt. Yes. You didn't put in the big oh, hybrid. Oh, no. You're not going to get a hybrid replacement. You don't want to know how much that costs. Oh, I know. But <laughs> I am just saying there might be something going on with that. I don't know. I don't think so. Usually, because usually the battery that goes dead on it's the 12 volt battery. Yeah. It's pulling the 12 volt battery. So, all right. 
Any other questions? Yes, we have uh, 11. <laughs> Niles, waffles or pancakes? Waffles. I don't like pancakes. Will Broncos start piling up on dealer's lot next year? Yes. Well, I don't know about piling up, but we'll start seeing them available. All right, you can start. You can see them now. Oh, we got six or seven on our lot. Um, we actually have several on our lot. Um, so you're going to start seeing them, um, you know, depending on configuration and such. I mean, right now, I mean, I, I would say for even for us, I think I feel like we're a scope of the, the, the average dealer, Rocco dealer, in the sense that we only have a handful of less than 10 uh, reach out orders uh, for Bronco right now. And most of those being actually, I'd say close to four or five of those are heritage edition. Um, that most, uh, like most all of ours will probably get scheduled in, for March production. So I think once you go into, uh, into February, we're going to start seeing stock when scheduled if we don't get some retail orders. So I see, I see that happening, you know, spring, you know, March, April, um, we're going to see more and more showing up on dealer lots. A lot of the ones that we have that are here at our lot isn't a stock. They're not stock orders. They were ordered for customers and then they didn't take them mm -hmm. um, because so many of those got tired of waiting. Now, what we did actually have, we goofed up on, is that we had a lot of people that ordered that 23. They went ahead and put in the order for the 24. They made that change of that 12-inch screen being standard on their big bins and such. So a lot of people are like, um, mm -hmm. no, I want the – and then their 23 scheduled – so like, no, no, I want the 24. Yeah. So then we're like, oh, well, and so we didn't cancel their 24. So they had a 23 and a 24 get scheduled. So the 24 is coming in. So that's those people are the ones that are probably not taking theirs. So if you probably yeah. look at on our lot, most of those are the, the eight inch screens for that reason. So we're going to see some of that. <laughs> so if you want to get a good deal on a, on a Bronco, you know, getting one of those with an right. eight inch screen and being okay with that might be the best thing so our social high did say saw videos saying a dealership is starting to sell broncos under msrp do you think that will start trending uh what's our price or a thousand below if you yes. finance with us. we're we're msrp if you're paying cash if you plan to finance we're a thousand off yep so yep yeah. I think we're going to see more of that because um, here's what happens is the dealers need to sell them so the ford is actually going to give what is a contingency? Let me grab that information. I actually happen to have it right here. Um, uh, Ford has given some contingency pool allocations. So they're giving dealers an incremental allocations. Um, but to get that and earn that, they can earn it based on units they sell, but they can also learn, they can lose those if they have too many vehicles that are too old. So if, so if they have over 75 day old vehicles, they'll lose one and it's a one for one. It's not a percentage. It's yeah. not just a fraction. They're losing a whole unit. So if they get, you know, an extra two of those, but they have two vehicles on a lot that are 75 days or older, then they're back to zero. Well, and someone said their dealer has 25 Broncos on the lot. Well, if they can't get those sold, they're losing allocations at that yep. point. Yep. <laughs> because they still just having the in stock itself also affects theirs too. So, um, because, um, this is just on incremental allocations. So, um, it's a one for one, but they still lose it, um, based on the volume. So it's your SVA divided by your region's SVA is where that's figured and that kind of stuff. So, yep. uh, which is sales velocity analysis. So anyway, 
2024 Mustang. Are they back to build this week? Mine went to production. The 18th still not built. So in production is a very wide range of statuses that mm -hmm. covers a lot. So once it gets sent to the plant, then once they pull it, pull everything that they need, that starts there in production. And then from there through the entire production until it gets released mm -hmm. is considered in production. So what you're seeing could be a whole slew of so probably, going what, on. probably what's happened is that was supposed to get scheduled to be built when they came back from vacation. Got to remember the plants were down. I mean, most plants, you got to remember these factory workers, they get, what was it? Like a bunch of holiday, a bunch of yeah. holiday pays, right? So they get a bunch of holidays. And a lot of them have to be do with Christmas and yes. being out for almost a week. And so a lot of those factories, I don't know about if the factories are, were continuing to, to be moving and or all Or they went but. into production on the 18th, but it needed to go to the body company or needed to do something. Yeah, Mustang wouldn't, but yeah. It needed something else done to it, and they haven't That's quite finished with it yet. I think it's because the plant was probably down during Christmas. Yeah. So it's back. it should be back up and producing, so you should get something soon. But it'll stay, like she said, it'll stay in that status until it's actually been released completely from the factory. Then you'll see an in-transit once the transit company picks it up. So, yeah, that... So the yeah. last in production doesn't mean it's taking that long to produce or that there's an issue. It's that's a status that it's going to stay in until it actually gets put on a rail car. Yeah. Is HD trucks. Do you mean super duty trucks going to get a refresh? They said HD. Heavy duty. Heavy duty. That would that be super duty? Yeah, so we would call it super duty. They just got a refresh. Yeah, 23, so they won't get one yet. No. So it'd be what, 23, 24, 25 model year, and then maybe in 26. All right, question. I have a 24 Ford Bronco Big Ben going in production January 15th. How long would it take to arrive at the dealership? Yeah, I mean. It's hard we to hear, tell. We, we get to ask that question a lot, and there's no real guarantee in saying how long it's going to be when it's built. Yes. So I always like to tell people that have orders with us is let me let you know once it actually gets on a real car yes because that is the best once they release it from the plant they'll give it an eta then that's a, a better guarantee i can't really give you a date and time frame until i get that eta and that doesn't get, happen until it gets released and depending on quality checks how many people are in line if there's a bottleneck you know you could say let's say it's gonna be built on the 15th and i would normally say you'd get it by mid-february but if it sits there for two weeks at the factory before it gets released, then it's March 1st. So mm -hmm. that totally changes that. So, um, yeah, you need to check with your dealer. And uh, once it actually gets released, they should give you an e uh, you should have an ETA. And you also get that email. So really just wait for that email and then you'll have a better. Um, yeah. So you're probably, yeah. I mean, you can, I can give a guess, but I'll probably be wrong because <laughs> you never know. Yeah. What is the Super Duty 23 order getting a $6,000 back program transition offer? Uh, 32262. What does this mean? I belong to the Mustang Club of America. Can I get a plan with my dealer? Okay. If your dealer does a plan, they don't have to participate, but um, most of them will. So you get a plan. Um, and Mustang Club of America and a plan are two different things. So Mustang mm -hmm. Club of America would get X plan. Um, but if you truly get a plan, then uh, that means you're a factory worker. And I think um, 
D plan is dealer. Z is retired. A would be a factory worker or a yeah. relative of a factory worker to get that. So that's the best deal anywhere is an A or D plan um, or Z plan. Um, mm -hmm. Now that private offer is people that had a 22 model year order that went unscheduled or a 20, yeah, a 22 model year that went unscheduled and now it's turned into a 20 and, and a 23 um, that are getting the $6,000. Mm -hmm. So they're getting it based on their 22 model year order, not getting scheduled. Then they got a private offer. Those in 23 that went unscheduled did not get a private offer <laughs> so for like, 24. I need to adopt a factory worker. <laughs> X plan then. Yep. So yeah. <clears throat> now X plan that is kind of different. So yeah. The Ranger plug-in hybrid is my dream vehicle. Do you have any information if that will ever come to the states? Um, at some point it will. We know like the Ranger Raptor it took a year before we saw the Ranger Raptor here in the states. So we we're hoping that we, you know, Ford said they're going to have some sort of electrified vehicle in every model whether it be a plug-in or a hybrid. So hopefully we'll see that plug-in hybrid Ranger here in the States in a year or two. But I don't know for sure. X me extra paperwork. <laughs> Ooh, I like that color right there. Gonna get that one. What? The one about the 360 camera. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I got it. Generally, a Laria F-150 is more likely to be built sooner than a premium. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Is the shadow black roof on the Outer Banks standard for 2024? I have seen pictures on 24 in dealer stock with body painted roof, but the 24 Outer Banks on the website exterior details shows it. Okay, so you might be seeing 23 model year, not a 24 on a dealer lot. Because um, at the end of 23 model year on the Bronco, we're talking Bronco Sport, uh, evidently. Um, the Shadow Black Roof was actually taken off for part of the model year in 24. That's one of those job two changes. We were talking about job two earlier. <clears throat> job two change for the Bronco Sport was they took away the black Shadow Black Roof for the Outer Banks. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was standard equipment. You had to add it as optional equipment um, instead of being standard. A lot of, a lot of dealers missed that. Now, 24, they brought it back to a painted black roof as being standard on the Outer Banks. Um, so, there you go. So, unless it's a black vehicle. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be black. Completely. Yeah. Um, but that should be uh, Shadow Black um, Roof. Um, unless I'm wrong on that, but I think I'm, I think I'm right on that. So. Is the 25, 25 Bronco luxury trim level the same as the Heritage Plus they announced, or is the Heritage Plus yet a different trim level? Um, I don't know if I saw that amount announcement of a Heritage Plus. Maybe you need to send me some information. So I don't know about send a Heritage Plus. What are the odds on T3 in half a year? Well, um, let's see. The Lightning was revealed, and they built the first ones within a year, right, mm -hmm. from when they revealed it. So they revealed it and had them in driveways a year later. What was it? I think it was July or something. I put my reservation in and had one in my driveway in June of that yeah. next year. I mean, they released the, the Maverick, and I got my, my reservation and my order in, and I had one in January. I placed mine in July. Yeah. 
So I don't see. I googled Heritage Bronco Heritage Plus. People are like Heritage Plus question mark. I think what maybe some people are calling the Heritage Plus is the limited. Mm -hmm. That's probably. I don't see anything else anywhere about being released. Any information about a Heritage Bronco Heritage Plus? I'll put twenty five in front of it. Ragnarokon, what do you have? You heard anything? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen anything. So I know some people are throwing out there like a pickup. But I, I don't think that's gonna happen. What are the chances the 2025 Maverick will have an optional 360 camera? Very good. So, all right. So check this out. Uh, I'll, we can do some digging on this here. <laughs> Sounds like dealership making stuff up to get that warranty. I think some dealership came up with a Heritage Plus get a bigger warranty for it here's plus all right so he cannot ragnarcon says i cannot confirm or deny that i heard something regarding a heritage plus now you're starting to sound like tim come on you're starting, <laughs> now you're like another dealer we'll talk offline all right um <laughs> let's see here can we share this one all right, so here's this. So this is one spotted out in the wild, right? 25 Maverick performance pickup, potentially spotted. They're all they're all about the performance being the performance model. Now, what right? he's about to do here is speculation, and it's based off of things that he is observing from yes. knowing the Maverick very well and what yes. he has observed in the past. <laughs> yes. So if you look at this, they're trying to show this as a sport truck, which I, I don't know. Um, anyway, I can't confirm or deny, um, <laughs> but I'm going to be a Ragnarcon there. But, um, one of the things you can see in this first photo and actually this photo right here, um, notice right under the mirror, check underneath that mirror. See that little bump on the bottom of that mirror. That's a camera. So that means there's a camera on the other side. And it also means there's a camera going to be a camera on the back, of course. And the camera on the front. And uh, what's that right there? There's an opening there for a reason. That's for a camera. So I, I do believe that they will have a 360-degree camera in, um, on the Maverick. So, And we did notice that with the um, one earlier. Um, go to this one. Did that come up? Yeah, that came up. Okay. Um, this in here, if you go to the images on this, see another little bump, 360 degree camera. So yes, I do believe that's probably one of the things they might be testing on this particular model. It could be the 360 degree camera. Um, so there you go. And you notice the the wheels and a bunch of other things. But mm -hmm. so um, yes. So again, I'm just speculating, but I do believe we're going to see a 360 degree camera available, which will get yes. me into my rant here in a little bit as we get through questions <clears throat> um so christopher says heritage plus was announced at the same time as the work trim oh they called it heritage plus okay maybe that was the luxury yeah maybe ragnarcon says i don't know who knows what i don't know what dealer is showing at vegas so dangerous territory <laughs> 
All right. That was all I had. Those were all of our questions. Okay. If I did not answer your question, um, drop it down below while we go over our after hours topic. After hours rant. All right. We need to make a, a yes. little slide. Yes. All right. So let's get into this. So talking about Ford and some different things that um, we're seeing introduced in this and that. Uh, this is kind of a rant that I have is that I think th this has to do with Maverick again. So this is my uh, kind of my rant on the Maverick as well. Um, in that there are some things that I don't understand why they're not available on the Maverick like they are on the Bronco Sport. So here's one situation. Now we know that on the Maverick, you have to go up to Lariat trim. Also have to go up to, of course, now it's standard, but a Lariat luxury package to get the adaptive cruise control. So to get the Copilot 360 Assist Plus package, it requires you to go up to Lariat trim go up to the luxury package at the time. So if you got a 23, you had to go luxury package to get the Copilot 360 Assist Plus package. Um, but on the Bronco Sport, let's build out one, right, and see. So we're going to go Big Ben. This is the lowest trim of the Bronco Sport. Big Ben, right? Let's go to packages, and lo and behold, there's this package right here called the Ford Copilot 360 Assist Plus package. It's only $8.95, which, by the way, is about the same price as it is on the Maverick. Um, click that I, and this gives you the adaptive cruise control. It gives you the evasive steering assist, lane centering, speed sign recognition, and the navigation, which, by the way, that's all the same features as the Maverick Copilot 360 Assist Plus package as well. So my beef is, is that you can add this to a Big Ben Without the convenience package, I can go Big Ben and just add this one thing. It doesn't require me to add anything else. No requirements. It's available on any packages. Why can't we do that on the Maverick? Why can't we add a Copilot 360 Assist Plus package? I would say require the Copilot 360. That's fine. Actually, that should be standard in my opinion. There's a, there's another rant there going on that one. But um, that's something I think should be, should be available. So why not make that available? On an XLT Maverick, I mean, you may, it's Big Ben's the lowest trim level uh, possible on this. Why not? Now, I will say the big the Bronco Sport is overpriced by several thousand, so yeah. you're probably in the same price range. So, go Big Ben with just that Copilot 360 Assist Plus package, and what's your price? If I could scroll fast enough, oh, then it's what. You're 33, so I guess <laughs> there you go. It's almost Larry at price, but um, yeah, you can go Big Bang cloth seats. Just add that package. You have adaptive cruise. Ford, let's go. Come on now, said Maverick XLT. Make this a possibility. You, this, there's no features in the luxury package that have anything to do with no. this technology. No, um, the, someone did say you don't get the cross traffic alert without the premium package. Not true. Okay. The, the cross traffic alert. Yeah. You mean that's part of the Bliss? Oh. That's part of the Copilot 360. Bliss. Yeah. That's available on even the XL. Sorry. Yep. That is available on all trim levels, even the XL. Actually, should yeah. be standard equipment on all of them. So it's it's the Bliss with cross traffic alert. So as you're backing up, 
if they cross your path behind you and alerts yeah. you. Uh, um, that is actually part of the <coughs> 360 features. So I've, I've actually said this before. They may be both at the same plant, but two different lead teams. Each model has its own team for designing yes. and engineering. Even and with so the same plant. Yeah. Even when they are being built at the same plant. And this leads to so much disconnect within Ford. Well, they could probably build things even faster if they had some similarities in these. Yes. Right. I mean, F-150 to Super Duty to, you know, Ranger. There's so many differences in those packages and in everything yep. else. It's we can simplify this. Yep. We can make them more the same, make it easier to go from an F-150 to a Super Duty, make it so that dealerships can have more knowledge and make it more simple for people to learn. Yep. So, yes, it because make it more e all these easier. technologies are available on all models. It's just yes. every team has it requires different things yes. like, hey, I can't get this unless I go to this package on this model. But this other model, oh, I can get it on the base model. It's like, why are we not making, why are not mm -hmm. we, we bringing these teams together and saying, hey, Copilot 360 just needs to be standard on all of them. Yes. Let's just make it that way. Well, Maverick, you're making it as a optional package, whereas Bronco Sports, and everything else, even well, even the Bronco should be standard yeah. equipment, in my opinion, because even the Bronco, you have to go mid-package to get it. Again, why are we requiring a whole package just to get, in my opinion, a great safety feature, having ballistic and cross-traffic alert? That, mm -hmm. to me, should is a no-brainer. It should just be standard. Yeah. I know it's a well, cost thing, and some, some people, people say are saying that. they that. don't want the extra safety equipment and the higher price. I get that, but it's also making our roads safer. Well, here's the thing. we got to remember, all these safety features are you do not have to turn them on. Yes. Right? So, but for one, if you add them to all vehicles, then it's probably going to help you with um, with the the national, the, yeah. the safety guidelines, whatever the guidelines <laughs> yeah. there, right? You're probably going to be better there, but also it's something you can, it probably will simplify production. So yes. look at what they did with the F-150. They simplified so many things. They made so many things, standard equipment, standard 12-inch screen, standard this and standard that, makes for a production yeah. much faster. You're going to produce more vehicles faster because you don't have all these options. Mm -hmm. Does it take the price up a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. It might. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, but Copilot 360 is a $600 package. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking at an XL Maverick, $600 should not break your bank to go in an XL and add that package on yeah. there. Even well, if they add $500 what, to the price. Like when you are looking at the Maverick versus the F-150, the Maverick has that DIY bed. So many configurations, so many things you can do with that. And now F-150 just added it with the 24. And Ranger doesn't. Ranger good. doesn't have it. Why not? Super does, Duty doesn't have it. Like, this, why are we not sharing these ideas <laughs> Yes. and making Fords better across the board? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with that, too. So, I mean, yeah. But, yes, consumer, less customer confusion. If, you know, they're looking... You know, they're in a, a Bronco sport, right? And they are adding more people to their family and they want to go to a bigger model. There's yeah. so much confusion on what some of the packages are because in this one, this package is in this. And in this one, this package is part of this package. Like, 
It's yes. confusing. Well, you, you have to do so much research. Do you remember the video I did on the different Copilot 360s? Yes. And I talked about yeah. how um, here this this one here this is this one what this one means and here's the vehicles that it's on. Whereas this one here means this and there's this word right here and that means it's got this. And I I did a video three part series called Tech Tuesday. Remember when I was doing yes, those? Yes, I remember. Where's a three part series to explain? The different upgraded systems and what vehicles you can find them on and what trim levels within those i'm like why can't we just make it easy yes you know we gotta like one of the some of the vehicles you got a copilot 360 yeah. and the other ones you got a copilot 360 2.0 whereas and that's then you not have a copilot 360 it, assist plus, plus yeah and they all have different features well what's funny is your 2.0 has your reverse brake assist and rear sensing the standard or in part of that package and some other things, whereas the Assist Plus doesn't get that. <laughs> so like, you need someone <laughs> like Tim to make videos to explain what everything is, because otherwise you are going to be so confused. Yeah. Anyway, but there I are said a, that before. There are a lot of models that are making the Bliss and cross traffic, and even lane. Okay, even adaptive cruise is standard equipment on some models. Yes. People have said that, like, well, that's standard on that. I have to I have to pay for that. And I have to go clear up to Lariat to get it. When on this other model, I get it as standard equipment on the base model. Yeah. Anyway, some point, we're going to see adaptive cruise will just be standard equipment on all of them. But at least for 2025 Ford, add, make it available on the XLT trim. I actually did say something to the brand manager at the launch of the 23 model year. Yeah. Not 24, but the 23 that I said, why is the, the Copilot 360 Assist Plus not available on XLT? That just yeah. doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with the luxury package, and, and, and it shouldn't require a luxury package on even the Lariat trim. Yeah. Of course, I don't think the Lariat trim, the luxury should be required. If you want leather seats, okay, I got to go with Lariat. That, that's not a problem. Yeah. But don't make me get a luxury package on top of that to get adaptive cruise control. Yes. That has adaptive cruise control has nothing to do with the fact that I have heated seats or anything else. Well, what about push button start? Like you get push button start standard on an XLT Maverick, but you have to go up to a Lariat Ranger. Right? Um, no. Push button start you gotta go up to Lariat Maverick too. That's right. <clears throat> okay, so that that's yes. That's even. yes, but even like that, push button start. So did you know every edge has push button start standard equipment? Intelligent access, push button start, standard equipment okay, on all so edges. Some, I, had I think it one. has to do with the price level. It, so here, it must, look at this. It must cost them that much Mid Coast Maine says the first Honda Accords were loaded with lots of equipment because it was cheaper to equip all than have options. If you are making one dash, instead of having one with a push button start and one with a key for the ignition, you uh -huh. now have min minimized down to one dash instead of two. Mm -hmm. Well, you're, you're cutting costs in that way. Let's, let's, when we're kind of talking about that simplif simplification there, the you'll notice their Ford's goal is to go to four touchscreens, mm -hmm. center stack screens. That's why you're going to see the Maverick and the Bronco Sport get the 13.2 inch screen is because, um, the one that the, the guy that brought in, I can't think of his name, Fields, I think, uh, he says we have too many screens. And because of that, we're going to have issues because if one screen is an issue, then, you know, instead of doing that, we're going to simplify down to four screens. And and so you're going to see 13.2-inch screen, you know, Mustang, Escape, 
Maverick Bronco Sport will get it. Uh, you get the 12-inch touchscreen is what you're seeing on the Bronco. You're seeing that on F-150 is standard equipment. Uh, some of those other vehicles, Expedition as well, it'll uh, be standard equipment, Super Duty as well, right? And then you have that 15-and-a-half-inch portrait-style screen, which you see on your Lightnings. There yet. Mach-E's all come standard yeah. with that. Um, so they're simplifying down to just four screens. Um, what's that? That, That's only three screens right there. I don't even know what the fourth one is. Mm -hmm. um, oh, 10 point, the 10 point screen, uh, screen in the, in the, the Explorer. So hopefully we see Explorer it is so weird to look at Explorer right now, even a 23 with that little teeny eight inch screen in that Explorer. It yes. It looks not even <clears throat> like it belongs. Right. It's like, Oh wow. Um, so anyway, so there we go. There's yes. my rant. So I don't know. Which I mentioned that when we watched the reveal of the 24 F-150 and they said that they now have the DIY bed in that. I'm like, oh, so we're just borrowing from Maverick here because then they had something else and they had something else. I'm like, hmm, they finally learned. So you have these teams <laughs> that work on these different technologies for these different models. Why aren't they sharing that? Hey, we learned this and here's what we're going to be doing to this why, model right. and then you give it to other ones. Why aren't the teams like watch like having a meeting where they share all their ideas and go this is what we're doing new on this model and then they can take from each other's pots and simplify and work together to make it like yeah. i said better across the board for all models yeah i think it'd be good but anyway there we go that's that all right that's what i have Buttons and knobs prevent distracted driving. <clears throat> I mean, I, I I like the the. I think I've always, I've said this in a lot of videos, and I still say this about every video. Every time I go over this technology, I still think that Bliss and Cross Traffic Alert are just technologies. I think that just need to be there. I think they're nice safety features. That if you're looking, you know, if you're going to go into a lane. And you look over that exterior mirror and you see that light in the corner. You're like, oh, I missed somebody. And then you look a second time and go, yep, there's somebody there. You know, I think that'll that'll save from people hitting, coming over to lanes and, and hitting other people. Also backing up. There's a lot of there's a lot of those those parking lots, grocery store, you know, Walmart, that kind of stuff. When you're you look both ways, you're like, it's safe. And you back up and you got this car going 20 miles an hour in the parking lot. And then it goes, it goes off, and you're like, what? And you stop, and then sure enough, there's a teenager that comes barreling by or whatever. Um, I think it, it, it's going to have less – I think I think it'll be less accidents. I don't know. But also, again, all these features, as we mentioned, are you can activate and deactivate. In fact, somebody on the Maverick Truck Club asked how to activate their lane-keeping system. Yeah. Lane-keeping, not lane-centering, lane-keeping system. And somebody told them it's the little button on the, on the lever. Um, so also – dealers you need to teach your people how to use all the technologies in your vehicles spend the 30 minutes with those customers like every time that i have somebody and i do the delivery for the salesperson i probably spend 20 30 minutes going yeah. over all the controls by the way on the maverick i have a control video and the escape as well if you want to watch those but mm -hmm. if you're wanting if you have those vehicles but i, I mean i've, I've yeah. had to teach i made a short because they aren't teaching people how to use android auto I had to make a short on how to exit Android auto screen so that you can get to your FM radio. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then like, you know, how to 
anyway, but I, a lot of those are technologies. Your evasive steering assist, some people don't like that. That is something you can activate and deactivate. You don't have to use adaptive cruise. You can you get that option of traditional cruise versus your adaptive cruise versus your intelligent adaptive cruise, which for those that don't know, that's your speed sign recognition, which I'm sorry, but I like that feature. Yes. Because I, if you're going yes. along and that speed sign changes and you aren't paying attention, you're talking to the person beside you or whatever, you're in a conversation <laughs> and you miss that sign, your vehicle slows you down. And you're like, what? Oh, okay. Must have yeah. Speed sign change. Or I think we have highways here that go from 75 to 70 to 65 within a few miles of each other. <sighs> Tried. And if you are behind a semi, you may miss those speed signs. Well, and then go to Colorado. <laughs> go through the mountains in Colorado <laughs> and tell me that's not a fun feature to have because that speed, it keeps changing. You're 55 and then it's 65 and then it's to 70. Oh, nope, back to 65. Oh, now it's 50. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm kind of liking this adaptive cruise because it automatically changes yeah. my speed for me. Um, but uh, yeah, so there you go. It's called speed trap. Sure, y'all ain't in Georgia. We only have one area where it does that, and it's I think going into Topeka and then coming out of Topeka. Everywhere goes. else, it's seventy-five. Well, then I hate. I'm like, just at, at some point right there on Topeka. Why not just go from seventy-five down to sixty-five? Why do we have the seventy mile an hour zone for like one mile and then <laughs> yeah, or two or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, Stephen Gibbs, we did answer your question on the shadow black roof. During our Q&A, you can rewind. Mm. Um, it was Black was Roof it? on the Outer Banks stand for 24. He's yeah, seen I, pictures. I covered it. Oh. Oh, it, it, it was a 24 with it? Mm, it's just, it's the same question. Oh, okay. Yeah, we covered it. Let, let me, yeah. let me double check though that because. He's going to double check. Actually, it's over here. We have it right here. Social High says, I used to watch Tim for content. I watched Tim and Sarah for entertainment. <laughs> our after hours have been getting pretty fun. If you, uh, he should, yeah, is he, yeah, he's a member now. Yeah. We'll just go. Well, yeah, he has been a member, so he, yeah. he probably sees my rants out on a lot too. Um, I haven't been ranting too much on a lot. All right. So there you go. I mean, there's right here. You take this off. Here's the, there you go. There's the order guide right there or not the order guide, but the building price on Ford's website and that I just clicked on outer banks and there you go. Black All right. roof. You have the black roof. So, um, yeah. So now of course, if you have black paint, it's going to have a black roof. It's going to be all. <laughs> it's going to be body colored, technically. Um, so but you, technically you don't it's get the... also going to be the black roof. Yes. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, and Outer Banks. Now, 23s. Okay, so here, check this out. This image here. Yes, he does, Ragnarcon. You should watch some of his uh, lot walks. Um, so that one almost looks like white, but I don't think it is really white. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, that's a, a glimmer of it. But anyway, there you go. There's that. What's it saying that I rant on the lot walk? Does he not watch the lot walks? Oh. He's never watched a lot walk before, but he may start. You need to watch his lot walks. I used to put timestamps, and people said I was taking a lot of time putting those timestamps in. And they said, nah, don't worry about it. Um, Tim, has your topper come in yet? Nope. 
that company is not looking really good right now because here I am trying to do help them out and do a video for them, and it's taking them way too long to get me a top. Why would I recommend them to anybody? So, anyway. Um, well, I have a 13-inch screen, 13 screen on Maverick XLT when there's nothing on it but radio and phone. So <laughs> if you plug in your phone, then you get Android Auto. And I really enjoy that. I get my map. I get my um, Audible, Pandora, all my apps on there. Um, I really enjoy having all of that on there. Well, but a 13-inch screen makes it bigger so you, that you can see more map. Yeah, and I, I really like the escape, um, how they did it. Because like if you have the map, it goes in that full screen. And then if you have another application, it just kind of sits in there like a little window. Yeah. And then what you do is you touch that, and then you pull that up. Yeah. So it's like it's giving you what they call on the F-150, they call it information on demand. And so, like the twelve-inch screen, it's you're not you you're not getting the full twelve-inch screen unless you hit that the, to to make it bigger. Then you get the full twelve-inch screen. Otherwise, it's just an eight-inch screen with a little panel on that right side, and then you can just swipe that over, and that becomes your main. And they flip spots. Um, so especially if you're like okay, mm -hmm. you're on you're on the navigation screen, and then but you want to change the radio station, you can pull that over change your radio station, pull the map back over and it's right there. You don't have to search for it. Don't have to hit the AM button and this and that. Um, so it's information on demand and I, the 13, I haven't messed with it enough, but I did a video on it. And I think that's how that works is um, that same screen um, does the same thing. It just kind of puts it in a window. And I think actually um, gotta bring that Bronco sport back up. Mm -hmm. And if we can find it with that screen, I think the bigger screen is more helpful. Um, like he was saying, it, it does provide more of a sidebar for quick access instead of having to go back to the home. Because I have a 17 C Max and I don't have that, and I wish I did. <laughs> there. Okay. Did I tell you my 17 C Max updated and I now have Android Auto capabilities in that? Uh uh. I plugged in my phone to charge it, and it threw up Android Auto. Huh. There you go. All right. So so if you look at this 12-inch screen, right? Can you see my cursor? You guys can't see my cursor. Can you see my cursor? There you can. So right here, you'll see this is actually full. You'll see the, the navigation actually in a window um, kind of right there. So it's kind of the same way. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, there you go. But it looks a lot better than an inch screen. Yes. I mean, yeah. And it's yeah. it's down below too. Like a lot of your climate controls, like it actually simplifies it has less buttons down on the actual dash. So down here you have your all your climate controls and your radio controls all down here. Whereas um actually your radio controls are here, your climate controls are all there. Well on this screen, down they're not showing you down what's down below, but pretty much they simplify like on the edge or the escape, I'm sorry. Um, you have basically just a few buttons down there, but all your climate and stuff is up here on the screen, but it's real quick and easy to get to, uh, which is really nice. So mm -hmm. take a look at the escape on the Ford's website. Um, there you go. Oh, there's our ad. Yay. Um, anyway, so. Um, I agree with this. Uh, sometimes I turn off lane centering or keeping when driving on road with ruts and potholes. Yes. Um, if you're on a road with ruts, and it's snowy. I was told to always follow the ruts 
if you start to get stuck, in which case your car would try and probably move you out of the ruts, which could potentially end up skidding or something. So, yeah. <clears throat> But again, all these technologies are things you can activate and deactivate. You know, auto, we deactivate our auto high beams. Some people, um, you know, for us, we live in neighborhoods with not a lot of lights. And when you come around that corner and if the high beams on, you flash in your high beams into those neighborhoods and such. So we actually don't like it. We shut our auto high beams off. Um, but again, it's an, a feature that some people like. Some people don't. And we don't use our automatic high beams, um, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, for us, that's that's the way we do it, uh, both um and I. Um, but some of the other technologies, again, evasive string assist can activate, activate and deactivated. Your rain sensing wipers can be activated and deactivated. All these features are features that we can come on those, but you can choose whether or not you want them if you're mm -hmm. somebody that doesn't like them. Yeah. But production can be easier. And I don't, I mean, yeah, maybe it drives cost up a little. I don't know. But if they can save money in a sense of making it they can produce more vehicles. Mm -hmm. They're going to make more money in, in general. They can lower the cost on that. Because, again, yeah. you buy in bulk, right? It's the old uh, Walmart principle. Buy a lot, save money. Mm -hmm. So they're probably getting a bigger supply of them. Now, right now, maybe they just can't get enough. But I don't know. There you go. Um, Clarence, so when you're talking about big screen watching movies or what, people can't park. When you're seeing people watching movies on their screen in their car, they're parked and charging. Because those are usually Teslas, right? Yeah. They're parked and charging. Jeff was doing that with his mach -E. Yeah. He went, we went over to get food. I went to the drive-thru and then brought it back to him. That took forever. And when I came over to him, he was, he was watching something on his, yeah. on his, uh, on his mach -E. yeah. I mean, so but a lot you, of, a lot of electric vehicles, you'll have some of those technology, yeah. those features. But you because, can't do that while driving. No. No. It doesn't allow you to have those screens while driving. Not that I know of. I don't think so. Um, Shouldn't be able to. I know you can't play any of the games when you're driving. Yeah, I can tell you I know how to park, but I've also been working on a car a lot since I was 16. And I mean, so what's, I mean, what's, I mean, <coughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I had some other comments There's here. a Ranger takes so long to get built. Yes. Um, I mean, when they start production in January? I don't even think they started producing the vehicles until January. Why? I don't know why it's taken so long from when they originally were going to build it. I don't know, to be yeah. honest. I don't know. It may have been similar on. to Super Duty where they ran into some roadblocks and or... Escape? Yes. And Mustang. Actually, all those. Escape, Super Duty, and Mustang all um, had issues going in there. you got to remember, yeah. Escape and Mustang shared a lot of the screens, and both of them were having issues with those new screens. Remember that Rangers getting no new screens this year. Mm -hmm. So those both of those screens are new for this year. So maybe they're having the same issues. Uh, can you simplify the screens? Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. there you go. So. So I think most people are like, well, but we ordered in what July. Some of them did, yeah. Some people ordered in July, and they have yet to see production. Okay. Let's, okay. So we gotta. Maybe I'm a little more compassionate than some others, but here's the deal. Don't forget, UAW shut that plant down for yes. more months than any other plants. So they shut down the Bronco and Ranger plant. It was the first plant they shut down. When did they go on strike? For three months almost? Yeah. 
So that plant was shut down and not being able to do anything for that long. So they pretty much had to start right back over yeah. with the Ranger because they hadn't even started production mm -hmm. when they shut that plant down. Yeah. But like Super Duty took several months to get going. Um, I mean, and then they had the needed the okay to buy. So that took longer. Yeah. Like, a lot of times on these, they, they try to like, we, we think of that too. When we see there's going to be a model changeover, we like order as many as we can to get those in knowing that it could be a month or more. Or more. <laughs> like we've already looked at it. We looked at F-150s. We actually adjusted our price. You, you do the pricing. We adjusted our prices in December because we looked to see how many F-150s were supposed to arrive in, in January. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to get less than a dozen F-150s arrive yes. in January. Yeah. Which is so not typical for us. Then we have less inventory. So we, we have to make sure those carry over. So yeah. um, we're going to hopefully last longer than other dealers because we're going to actually have inventory because we look to the future. We thought about that and said, okay, this is a new refresh model. There could be some complications. we got to make sure we have inventory to get us through until they get those complications taken care of. Um, we've been without Ranger inventory for a long time because yeah. that lasted a lot longer than we thought it would. <laughs> yeah. So, so Mid Coast Maine said their 2016 C Max had auto updates on the nav mapping, but their 2015 had to have a new SD card to do the same. Some of, <coughs> some of those older ones, yeah. yeah. That was the what my Ford touched, <coughs> and then they went to Sync so, 3. The reason that mine didn't update when it did was because there was something going on with my Wi Fi or my over air stuff. There was something going on with it. I actually had to bring it in, and they had to fix something oh. that takes care of that they had to fix it and reprogram it so that it actually got over the air updates yeah. so once that happened then i got android auto but could have happened before that and i just didn't know because my it wasn't updating mm -hmm. so plus i only just started driving it last february yeah it was it became my daily driver last february so that that may have been an eat too um, all right. Is there any discounts or incentives for the Super Duty to get below MSRP? What is there any what incentives? No, Super Duty never has incentives. Right now, what they can't make enough of. I mean, right now there are people wanting theirs, right? So I mean, um, rebates and incentives pop up when they can't get a vehicle off the lot fast enough. You'll see they always want to make sure they hold that crown for the F-150. So you always see rebates for F-150, especially XLT, right, and some of those others. But Super Duty is more for the, the, the person that's that they need that truck, right, for work, um, that kind of stuff, farm, all that kind of stuff. So that's more of a necessity vehicle, whereas F-150, yeah, not always. So, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. On the Ranger build and price tool, if you add the technology package, it changes the front exterior of the truck, removes the silver and dark gray accent, and changes it to the body color. Is this true? I don't know. I have to look at the build and price. Man, it's a while since I looked at Ranger. Um... 
Let me see what happens when you go to technology back up on the Ranger. So it changes the bumpers, removes the silver and dark gray accent, and changes the body colored. Well, let's look at the technology packages. This is on what? I noticed the change in August wasn't there before, and they're referring to XLT. Okay. So so XLT comes standard with the sport appearance package. So that's going to get you the, the grill, the uh, gray painted front fascia and rear bumper. Um, and then the grill is gray, and willet moldings are gray, and your gray wheels. So sport appearance package is standard on the XLT. I think actually on Lariat as well, if I remember right. Um, and then your tech package, there it um, gets you the adaptive cruise, the front sensors, um, and 360 camera, enhanced park assist, and connect to nav. Oh, by the way, you know, you can add that without having to go up to any kind of, without going up to Lariat. <laughs> Just saying. Ranger, you can add adaptive cruise without going up to Lariat. Um, and <laughs> anyway, um, so you, I'm wondering if the image is updating and <laughs> maybe shouldn't because you get the front parking sensors and 360 camera. And so it's changing the image, but I'm seeing the gray, but it shouldn't change. Now there is a Chrome appearance package. I'm adding the tech <clears throat> package, right? Mm -hmm. Technology package. There it is. You get that on 300A or 301A. That did change the front. It should. I mean, we've we've seen we've seen issues with Ford's yes, building price before. See, that's what it looks like with the tech package. And Does change the bumpers to body colored? Yes. And remove that. There's go no back up to the. There's top. no no note on the appearance package or that package to. And now look at it. Okay, so that's a, that's a sport appearance package. Right. But you saw what it looked like when I had the tech package on there. Hmm. Here, watch. We've seen times where the yeah. build and price is incorrect, where they're missing a side view mirror or a, a handle here or there. Or... Yeah, because there's it no. It could be a glitch. There's no. Uh, sometimes there'll be like, <laughs> certain packages will require you to go to. Uh, you have to make some changes to get the package. That one has no note. It just says option on XLT, and it doesn't mention that you need to go. Like, I mean, that's not a Chrome appearance package, but there's no mention of that, which is really crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. In fact, none of the packages have a body colored appearance package. So if you look, even the Chrome, like a Chrome appearance package is going to get your Chrome bumpers, right? Wait, let me look. Might be wrong. Chrome door handles, Chrome exhaust tips, Chrome bezels, Chrome rear bumper. There you go. And then Chrome setter bar and surround. And then Willet moldings. Actually, oh, painted body colored Willet moldings. Um, it doesn't mention the front bumper, though. It's funny. Anyway, even the Chrome appearance package isn't body colored bumpers huh. guess we need to see these things in real life ford 
they're producing soon. We'll hopefully see them and be able to answer that. But right now, we don't know whether or not building price is right or not. So the XL trim has a body-colored bumper. So that's what I was, yeah, kind of noticing. Yep. So it's body-colored bumper on the XL. So Yes. Yeah, I know XLT and Larry 8 come standard um, sport appearance package. <laughs> so Anyway. Build not precise. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, rear bumper. Actually, rear bumper is black, and the front fascia is body colored on an XL. So even then, they can't get anything alike there. Oh, Gators Ed Tech says, Maya is scheduled for 115, so I guess I'll be the guinea pig to find out because I got the tech package. There you go. We'll find Come out. back and tell us. <laughs> we'll, not, we'll find out. In two uh, to three months. I couldn't reach out to the brand manager. I don't know. I haven't really asked Ranger? the. I haven't asked the Ranger brand. Well, oh yeah, that's Gretchen. Oh, I shouldn't say her name. She's also the. She handles Maverick too. Oh. So we there's a main Maverick brand manager, but then there's also like a backup, like another like mm. work together, and she mainly focuses on Ranger, and then, so yeah, maybe I'll ask her. We met at the dealer meeting, so yeah, I have a connection there. We'll we'll find out. <laughs> I'll ask. I'll find out. Maybe I'll come back next next week with an "Is it true?" on the Ranger. <laughs> Better write that down so I don't forget. Ranger bumpers. Any idea if they will be lowering prices on Ford Lightning? Oh, because um, well, not sure why <laughs> they would. Um, a lot of people think that because some of the vehicles are losing the tax credit. They'd lower the prices to make up that difference. But F-150, I think, still gets a $7,500 tax credit. It's the Mach-E that loses the $3,750 tax credit. So we'll see if that price goes down. But I no, I mean, I'd love to say Ford tells me things that they do before they do it, but they won't. So you're going to find out when I find out. Or you'll find out before I find out. <laughs> usually. Yeah, usually. <coughs> there you go. All right. Anything else it's early night at nine o'clock you know there wasn't much to talk about in our other topics so lightning has gone down um i mean well gone from, down because from the original can't sell them from the original pricing i mean well they went actually they've probably gone down to the original prices that they were because what was it 80 grand for lariat and then they went up and then they come back down to about 80 grand or below that, really. Compare an F-150 Lightning XLT <laughs> to an, a gas F-150 XLT. It's not too bad, not too different in pricing. Will you be building any of your Lightning Bolts in the 2024 model F-150? Yes, but At not some point. until later in the 24 model year. Yep. Um, so you can't get superchargers right away. Superchargers probably won't be available until summer for the F-150. So the Roush superchargers, Roush has already let us know as well as all the other dealers that are Roush dealers yeah. know that so, superchargers won't be coming, won't be available probably until summer, probably a little mm -hmm. like looking like July, but yes, once available, we will do that. Yeah. Um, you could get a non-supercharged lightning bolt 
But uh, what's mm, the fun in that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we could always supercharge it later. Yeah. If you're close, if you live close enough to us, you can bring it back and then we can add the supercharger when it's available. But they, they feel Roush feels like it's the supercharger will be fine, but until they get they can't do the emissions pass and everything else, that it'll probably take that long before they can have that all A okay. They say it'll be the same part number and everything. So we should be able to have the same superchargers, but yeah. So anyway, yes. So yeah. Just so you know that that's the same for every dealer. There's not any dealer that's getting any special treatment uh, that they're a Roush dealer or getting these superchargers earlier. No, no Roush dealer is going to get theirs until June or July, according to Roush. So, all right. Anything else? What was that? Um, any chance the rear cup holders will be added to the Marine grade vinyl? For the model 24 model year, that is currently available on the leather trim option. Um, oh, like in the the console? Uh, I don't see that happening. Probably not. Um, but we haven't, like Ragnarcon said, we haven't seen the interior yet uh, for 24, but I would assume they're, they're going to be the same as 23. Um you know, it's, I don't know why, but it seems like when you add leather, you all of a sudden get power seats and you get cup holders. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Again, that's one of those things, just like with the adaptive cruise control. I don't understand um, why, you know, having leather all of a sudden means that uh, has availability for power seat and rear cup holders. Uh, anyway. Yep. But you could do like me. Uh, I got cup holders for Christmas <laughs> by IAG and add them in the floorboard. <laughs> Still, yeah. I'll get that installed. Do you think politics might change the whole EV dy dynamic at the end of this year? guess it depends. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, a lot of like what I think the, the big push was because of, um, because of that, you know, getting grants and that kind of stuff made a lot of dealers and a lot of manufacturers push more to EV um, as that gets relaxed or gets taken back or whatever, then that could make a difference. So RiderCon does say, <laughs> well, order guide says this. Cup holders. Cup holders. Two door, two door, four, four door, two. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So if you get a two-door, you get four. So those are 50-50 split bench seat. Where are they putting those cup holders on the floor, on the two doors? Because I know there's one in each door, okay? So that's probably what they're considering, one in each door. That's two of them. And on the four-door, that's where ours are. And we have no others. On a two-door. I hated that. I don't know. I got to say, that is one thing I did not like on our trip to Colorado was that I had nowhere to put my water. I tell you what, the ones in the Bronco Off-Rodeo, those the ones that I got, those fit pretty good in the doors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the cup holders, too. But. Well, I carry this around. Yeah. This doesn't trip our well in a Our little net thing is stretched out pretty good. That is the one benefit of the net is that it stretches pretty far other than if you get the hard plastic ones. I don't know. Anyway. Um, all right. What else we got? Social high says, wish I could show you my in the side trim figure. pieces. Oh, okay. So in the two door, the side comes up. And so you have room to put cup holders right there. Oh, like in a, an ex expedition. 
Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, because there's okay, yeah, because there's only there's two seater instead of a three. Right. We got a two door out here. I'm gonna take a little, take a look at that. I don't spend much time in in the back seat of a two door. I'm telling you. <laughs> in fact, I can barely get into the back of the two door. Yep. I had to do that for some photos recently. <laughs> They're I not have to fun. Get in and out. It's not fun. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. What about the FP 700 package for 24 F150? Yeah, I think that's available now. Oh, for 24. I know it's available for 23 because that we they showed that at Carlisle. And that's yes. available to order. Um for 24, I'd assume so. Um eventually again. Just like there's several at SEMA, uh those four performance packages that are supposed to be available and uh, at least in more information on pricing and such in 24 model year or in 24 calendar year. So a lot, a lot of things coming. Ford Performance has got a lot of things and packages, so we'll just have to wait and see here. Yep. Uh, will the new F-150s <laughs> get the next generation of Apple CarPlay where it takes over the digital gauge cluster? The digital gauge cluster on the productivity screen? The new F-150 get the next generation of Apple CarPlay? Um, no. Probably not. Then the digital gauge cluster, are you talking about the, the center stack screen that happens now? Yeah. But the going into the digital gauge cluster, I don't see that happening. So, so I, one of the other brands does it. Go for them. But that gauge cluster has to be completely digital for you to be able to take over. And a lot of them, some of them are, or I don't think they're completely, they're digital, but I don't know. I guess I don't have an Apple phone, so I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, they started, not being rude about it, but I'm just like, I don't get an Apple. So they started with the Audi. And I'm not going to get an Apple just because my car can play and put it on the screen either. <laughs> no. Um, Apple just started with the Audi. Oh. It Surprise. is a luxury vehicle, though. So, I mean, only time will tell. <laughs> Never saw the cookies. That's because Ragnar Khan ate them all. Actually, he said they turned out more like crackers than cookies. Oh, he got a vehicle from us, so he should have got cookies, I think is what he's saying. Branson. Yeah. Huh. So, anyway. Hmm. Interesting. Email me if you haven't seen cookies. Yeah. We'll take care of it. Yes. Should have got cookies. Um, anyway. All right. All Anything right. else? Nope, yeah, really. I mean, Ford did say that there, there. I guess there are some manufacturers that were not going to be doing Apple CarPlay, Ooh. and I think that's where they're going with that. Is is that <laughs> the CEO said we are on with Apple CarPlay, we'll continue to have Apple CarPlay, but I don't think that means it's going to go into the productivity screen. So the productivity screen is what you see through the steering wheel. That's the cluster. Yeah. Center stack is where the, the Apple CarPlay and Android Auto is going to be. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll. So they're continuing to have Apple CarPlay. I don't. I won't guarantee that it's going to go on over to the yeah. productivity screen. Anyway. All right. Anything else? Nope. That was all. All right. I had a fun after hours there. <coughs> Should call it after questions. Whatever. I, I actually thought after of, hours. I thought about naming it Ford. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, sometimes we might rant about other things other than Ford stuff. So I better, we better not name it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though anyway so 
I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I thought, oh, Ford. we'll just name it Ford. What we I like after I'm hours like, because I'm it's like, uh... after the normal hours usually. Yeah. No. All right. I think that's all we got. So, episode number one for 2023. Yeah. It's in the books. So, all right. Well, thank you guys uh, very much uh, for. Wait, did you say 2023? 24, right? Didn't oh, I? Um, we'll have to go back and listen to it. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Yeah, cut that part out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so thanks everybody for joining us and uh, yeah, sharing this out uh, again. We, I kind of want to, I really think we have a, a really lot of fun here on the live streams. I think it's very good content that I think a lot of people can benefit from. Uh, so hopefully more people realize this is a great asset and hopefully we'll, we'll start joining us uh, here. I want to make this live stream bigger and bigger this next year for 2024. And I can only do that with your guys' help. So if you think this is good information, share it on your socials, share it on you know, the different forms and such that, the, Hey, they might check this out, especially if they're having information about their Ford vehicle. Um, and you know, it doesn't have to be about production. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about earlier about building price and how these are vehicles. And, um, I feel like something that we've done for since 2015 is those complete guide videos where we go over the standard and optional equipment and look at the uh, order guide. I can pull up the order guide. I know where a lot of these things are in the order guide really fast and find it so we can go over that stuff. So, I want to have more conversations like that about, hey, you know, I'm looking to get one. Here are some of these things. And so letting people know that, hey, I'm thinking about getting Explorer. You got to check out Tim's live stream. You can ask him questions. And what's great about it is I think we're the only dealership doing any kind of live Q&A like this on a dealer level mm -hmm. where you can ask us um, just like you would ask a salesperson. And I think that I've been in, been here doing this for about 20. What are we going on? over 22 years now going on 23 this year um and i've always uh, been really good about learning all the product and the and how everything works and I, i've always been a new car guy and so i really like to help educate people to get their vehicle that they really want and not for them to get a vehicle and go oh i thought it was going to have this or that so feel free to pick our brains on that and that's what this live stream is for ask your questions what it has to do with recalls production scheduling or if you just want to know how I should order my vehicle and that kind of thing. And, and, and that that's what we want this live stream to be about. So we're here to kind of help everybody else mm -hmm. uh, figure that out. And you don't have to order with us. Um, it doesn't really matter. We just like helping people out. So yeah. uh, that's what the, the dealership's about. That's what we're about. And uh, so hope you guys will let other people know about that. Um, so yeah, so, so the live guides. Cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's your live order guide. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so uh, ask us that because like the building price, I don't know if that's right. I'll find out. Bring it back to you next week. But yep. anyway, um, thank you guys very much for that. And uh, anything else? No. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. As we say, always um, stay positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourself. We'll see you guys on the next video.